0: We need three more people, three yeah. more people, okay, you'll tell me when you when had that number. Okay. All
1: right. <laughs>
2: In
3: in in the, we are still trying to
2: connect.
4: The meeting is that Don't talk. one. I
5: think I think I think I On
2: the screen,
1: <laughs>
6: Hello, chapasin. I'm um, going to you know, Mr. Paso We so sin one, two, three, four full members in our way. And two alternates. <laughs> Member, so your Pasangway is also uh, join has also joined the meeting now. <laughs>
7: Hello, col Uh
6: Good morning, Mr. Mashiko.
7: Good morning, how are you? I'm
6: good, and how are you?
7: So I'm fine. Isn't it that uh, uh, alternate does not create a meeting unless the, 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 the member has as, sent an apology, then the alternate becomes a member to create the meeting?
6: Yes, it's like that.
7: So how many how many mem- members must be in a meeting for a, for a meeting to be a
6: quorum? We are, for any, we are supposed for, be, I'm listening, Mr. Mashiko.
7: Are we not supposed to be 13 in number?
6: No, to, to, to start a, a, a meeting, uh, five members can start a meeting because we are not going to take any decision. But we will only be starting a meeting. So five members can start a meeting. So we are more than five now without the, with the alternates. We have uh, uh, the Chaperson, Mr. Mashijo, uh, Mr. Bason, and Ms. Munglala as uh, full members of the committee, and the three alternates.
8: Kaliswa, it's Emma, I'm here as well.
6: OK, thank you, Madam Powell. No, that's
9: fine. I just joined.
6: No,
7: that's fine. We've got a quorum. We can start this. Can you
10: can you start
7: yeah. concrete whip? With... Yeah, we can. We 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 we've we a corner. Good, good,
10: good, good, good,
0: good day, uh, honourable members. Uh, <laughs> we, we, good day, chairperson. Can... And how are you honourable members, including the DG and the team?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, thank you very much. Uh, there is a lot of noise uh, in, the, in the system. Can we mute our phone or call us why is it uh, the problem of yesterday? I've muted the... <coughs> okay. Thank you very much. Um, today is the continuation of the annual report. Um, this is the last board that we, we, we are going to meet. Um, as usual, as we start with our meeting, I'll request that we... <coughs> We observe moment of silence and um, moment of silence prayer or meditation
1: so <laughs> don't
10: Person, You are on mute. We can't hear you. Unmute, chair. Okay, thank, thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much, uh, DM. I was saying that uh, this is a continuation of the annual report that we have started some days ago. We <clears throat> Today we are meeting with Lebele, Amatola, and Mthu, Mthuday, I can't pronounce it properly, Umtutuzi or yeah, something like that. You know, um, little, um, okay, um, yeah. okay. We are learning, um, as um as South African's other languages. Uh, thank you very much, um, DM and uh, your your teams. I hope I don't know who's in the meeting from your side as you introduce uh, your team. Um, We should indicate that uh, you have uh, 20 minutes for each presentation, and then from there, members will be allowed to engage with the presentation.
10: So, DM. No, thank you. Thank you very much, Your Excellency Chairperson and members of the committee uh in our team's chair we have the director general acting d g um Bulelo Changan, our uh Comrade Changan, with the team them uh, in the bathroom the three water post chair um are here here uh, for the presentations we do have thebel northern water water e c m uh, just to note that um the term of the Water Board was extended, uh, it has expired. They are just, well, just saying matters of uh, a handover process, but they are here just to be able to account for the performance as required by Parliament. And then at the very same time, the Water is also here, and uh, they will make a presentation. And then I'm advised by the DG that the interim board Led uh, by the uh, chair uh, is also here, so that they can be able to do the presentation. um touches the water board is here, led by the chairperson and the CEO. Will will just follow the processes chairperson like you guided us before, uh, that we take the presentation and then uh, after. They have taken them you will allow it a particular point in the department especially the administrative arm led by the dg uh, those that are working closely with these water ports to have some few weights like you did in the past chair then when we close those of us at a political level uh, will do the same because i don't want to keep the meeting long as we have been clear even in the previous engagements chair i want to thank you
0: thank you thank you very much uh, thank you very much uh, dm um i'll take this opportunity to invite the lipelle
7: chairman chairman
0: just just uh, one question before okay
7: dm is it is it academic or uh, uh, or Factual that you, you, is will be consistently be called acting DG when he is not actual fact a DG. When is he becoming a DG of water rather than a DG of human sentiment? Because he is a DG, but he's being called an acting one. <laughs> uh, they the,
10: the met the matter, comrade chani is a director general but is acting as a dg in water and sanitation and um, uh, unfortunately his Shiko was not there yesterday when you gave us clear instruction to stabilize the administration in the department of water and sanitation and we reported that um the structure, which is an important uh, uh, mechanism to fill positions, will be to proceed as a matter of agency. The minister will guide us on that one. But uh, we do take the concern raised by His Excellency Comrade Mashiko. Thank you. Thank you
0: very much. Uh, They, are they on the line? What What is the problem now?
6: Lipelle, unmute yourselves. Yeah. Am I on mute, Chaperson?
0: Okay. Chair of Lipelle.
6: Please unmute your mic, sir.
4: If they are not ready, let's proceed to other. I suggest (laughs) that you do other questions.
3: Are you able to hear us? Yes, yes, we can. We can hear you. All
0: right.
3: uh, right, uh, Say good morning.
0: morning. There is a lot of noise in your mic. Your system is making uh, a good morning. Yes, thank you. Chair, thank
3: good morning. Morning
0: to you. Morning to you, chair. You're
3: welcome. And uh, good morning to the members of the Portfolio Committee, as well as good morning to our Deputy uh, Minister and all protocol observed. Uh, Chairperson, the is ready. The full board complement this year physically as well as on skype we are ready then to deal with this matter at the request of the chairperson. our officials are also here the the ce <clears throat> the cfo the gm and all the other officials we are therefore able to deal with and take questions thereafter all the chairpersons of the portfolio committee are present and they are going to assist in the answering of questions. I may therefore hand over to the CE to proceed with the presentation. Thank you very much, uh, chairperson.
11: Okay, okay. Good day, Chair and the portfolio committee leadership collective the deputy minister, Rubel, the DG, and senior administrative staff of the department. I'm going to take you through our report, which I know it has been submitted to yourselves for some days now. Whilst I will take you through the fair amount of the details, I will not do so in a manner that is too much of a blow-by-blow account and therefore consumes time. The structure of the report is on four dimensions, which is the si, performance si, environment, organizational environment, si, si, non-financial performance si,
0: si,
11: and financial performance. Si, si. On the performance environment, Mr. Logodi? We would want members to appreciate that we are operating in Limpopo province. That is our <laughs> services.
9: Uh,
11: the province that is characterized
9: by, no, amongst other, scarcity of time. water
11: resources.
9: Yes. Secondly,
11: so the, the high is rate of uh, indigence and unemployment. You have got some of the municipalities that we are saving, which are having its population. Not less than 60% thereof falling within the indigent category, and there is therefore a pressure on us when we set and determine the tariffs to take into account such factors and also balancing the same against the need to continue sustaining the business. This further calls for collaboration within everyone in the sector. So that we can sustain yes, the budget, to help our municipalities to provide these services uh, to the On the organisational environment chair, we have got the board, the minister is the in relation to the okay. but meant ready ready ready. The has got three committees in terms of the okay. governance instruments, amongst them your King for report,
12: see, as well see, as, as see,
11: the, see. the governance of SOEs. Those committees are finance and infrastructure, Audit and Risk Committee, and Human Resource and Remuneration. The management structure of the organization is intact. Every critical position is filled except the two, which is the GM Engineering Services and COO. These two, the resolution of the board chair is that They would have to be parked until we become a regional water utility with an enlarged services footprint. On the non-financial performance chair in 2017-18 and 18-19, our performance is at 61%. We have got areas where we have partially performed and some we couldn't achieve our performance targets. On the water quality, we have managed to comply or reach the targets, you can see. All our targets are very high, around uh, 90 to 100%, and it's only one dimension on operational where we fell short of the target just by 1%. The next slide on the Shory 2 of Supply Chair, we are listing number of plants where we are operating and supplying water to various municipalities within Limpopo. The picture there overall, Chairperson, is quite dire. Our water resources haven't been enlarged to keep up with the population growth and development. And as a result, they are in distress. You are talking about Ebenezer olifants, which are the two water schemes that are supplying the economic hub of Polokwane of Limpopo, which is Polokwani. Both of them are currently under capacity and there is a dire need for them to be upgraded so that they can address the water deficits that we are currently experiencing. In Polokwane and other municipalities that are served by this scheme, namely Oskukune area around the area of Fitaqumu, as well as Lubuakumu. The next slide, Chair, which is slide eleven, we are indicating the number of capital projects that we are currently implementing and the progress thereof. There are two that are at hundred percent which is olivan sport upgrade, as well as the upgrade of the oliphant sport uh, scheme. They talk to the spec on pipeline phase one, as well as the sludge uh, lagoons. Further to this, we have got uh, directives that we receive from time to time from the Ministry. Amongst them, we have got Kiani Drought Relief bulk Infrastructure Project, which is the Nandoni Tunsami bulk Pipeline via Malamulele area. The project is on course. I will indicate progress as I go further down. On the next slide, which is slide 14, we are giving members an indication of how have we gone or yeah, gone through the process of procurement since we listed the services of the Construction North after the termination of uh, LTE, which was the main service provider for this project of uh, Guyane. Just to give members comfort, every process that we are following in relation to procurement, we do so in close contact and guidance by the National Treasury, and we have not experienced any incidences of non-compliances. We have made an application for a number of exemptions, Chair, in relation to the procurement that we are making related to drought and COVID-19 initiatives. The exemptions are with regard to water use license and... Okay, Chair, I'm getting an indication that you need to ask questions question, and I therefore have to pause.
0: No, no, I was not asking a question. I was saying that uh, you have only 20 minutes. Uh, you must be very fast because you are, you are speaking very slow, and
11: I don't think you'll finish your presentation
0: uh, within 20 minutes. Pardon, Jay? We, 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 I was indicating that you have only 20 minutes to present the entire presentation. So, the pace, should, you should increase, increase the pace.
11: Okay. No, thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Okay. No, thanks a lot. I was still on the directive, sir. The directive you received from the Department in the main is for in Sami Pipeline, where we're indicating progress as well as progress in relation to the pipeline work that we are carrying out in Guyana. The next slide is a detailed breakdown of the projects that we are implementing, as well as the start and the end uh, dates. It's a straightforward information, Chair. In the interest of time, I wouldn't want to take members through, but I haven't got a problem to come back to clarify any Aspect that members may want to be taken through I'm now going to slide 23 because I want to draw members incisive attention to The challenges that we are experiencing which hinder effective implementation of the projects Is the late payments to service providers? Because we are not receiving time as payments from the department and the municipalities there is continuous engagement between us and the municipalities as well as the department. As recent as uh, last week, the Honourable Minister Sulu wrote a communiqué to us, indicating that she has taken up the matter of the debts that we are owed by the municipalities with the cabinet, and she looks forward to speedy resolution of. Uh, that situation. In total, we are owed in excess of 1.1 billion. So the issue of slow payments share has a retarding effect to number of projects that we are implementing, including Gian as well as NANDON in Sami uh, pipeline. The intervention that we want to, a set of interventions that we want to draw members' attention to, is the Applications that we've made for water use license, for schemes such as Polizi, Ebenezer, Polokwane, Mwala Because without the approval of this water use license, it may be difficult for us to get the work off the ground. Again, we are interacting with the department to make sure that we get an approval as speedily as it is possible. I know DDG Anil has been seized with the matter to date. I'm going to skip chair and go to slide number slide number thirty nine. Not suggesting that other slides are less important but I'd want to take members through our financial performance. For the years from 2013 to 2019, our average has been increasing steadily, informed only by the socio-economic conditions within which we operate, I've already indicated. We are servicing the population that is extremely indigent. We therefore cannot afford to have our tariffs astronomically, astronomically increased to a point where they are out of reach for our municipalities because they are saving indigent population. The slide on financial performance. In 2017, members would appreciate that we recorded a deficit, no loss, of 17.1 million In 2018, we just broke even, there was no surplus. In 2019, we recorded a surplus of 67.5 million. All these, that we may call achievements were the results, way less of the fact that we are able to collect the money, but more resulting from our ability to manage the little that we are having. If you go to our income statement under total operating expenses, we have been able to reduce our maintenance costs from 48 million to 25, our salaries from 191 to 172, the overheads from 159 to 79. And this is the reason why, in the main, we have been able to record 65 million surplus. On the statement of financial position, I draw members to the last uh, point there. In 2018, our total equity and liabilities were sitting at 3.7 billion. 3.741, currently we are sitting at 3.787 billion. Our liquidity status has been spiraling down from 2013 In 2013, we were sitting at 362 million. As a result of the number of interventions, projects that we are implementing on behalf of the Department, for which we haven't been able to get money on time, our liquidity status was dented to a point where currently we are sitting at 52 million. The guy indicated in total we are owed not less than 1.2 billion by both the department and the municipalities and the engagements are ongoing in relation to the resolution of the matter. The ratios I will skip because they are just a summary of what I've already indicated. On irregular expenditure, in 2017, we had 11 incidents of irregular expenditure. We took them down to seven in 2018 and in 2019 we are at uh, two only two incidences the number of interventions that we took to address irregular fruitless and wasteful expenditure there is an investigation that we completed the report is with national treasury we seeking condonation where we advance the reasons and sorry In some cases, there are some disease uh, going on against officials that are affected. And there is a training that we conducted to all our officials that are faced with the SCM responsibility with the help of uh, National Treasury DTI, which is the Department of Trade and Industry. On the commitment analysis in 2018, We had a commitment of infrastructure projects sitting at 151 million. And in 2019, we went down to 91 million. On the accruals, we have never had any accruals on the capital assets. We only had the accruals for goods and services to the tune of 14 million. Contingent liabilities. We currently are having a dispute with the department to the tune of 15.5 million. This is for the calculation of the raw water charge because the formula that they used in terms of the determination of this amount is what we are finding it difficult to find each other on and we are continuing to engage them on that point. On contingent assets, we have got uh, two. One is a claim for $2, seven million, resulting from a land claims, in terms of which we received the capital amount and the interest couldn't follow, and we still want it. The capital amount we have received was to the tune of $2, seven million, And given the time it took us to get the capital amount paid back, the interest were exceeding the total principal debt, and in terms of the principle of the law called into Bloom, we could only keep the interest up to the value of the capital amount. The other contingent asset is 3 million claim that we are having against the service provider who implemented a project around 2014 in the area, and we were not happy as an organisation with the quality of work done and we therefore suit him for damages. The analysis of the audit uh, opinions in 2014, 15, 15, 16, as well as 18, 19, we received unqualified audit opinions. 16, 17, 17, 18, we were qualified. And the reason was the manner in which our assets were not Unbundled. We have since worked on this for the past two years. That's the reason why during the financial year in question we received an unqualified audit opinion. The trend analysis in terms of the audit findings, we are currently sitting at the total of 88 findings. This is the work in progress, Chair. Most of them result from our revised asset register which we had to work on after the completion of our conditional assessment of our infrastructure projects the next slide talks to the action plans that we are taking to make sure that we further reduce the number of findings or the audit findings and uh, thank you very much for your time chair and honorable members this is the end of my Presentation. I think I took less than twenty minutes.
0: Thank you very much, uh, CEO,
11: Thank
0: you. and the the, the board. Yeah. Um, can we then take? Uh, oh, okay. Can we take Amadola?
12: The audio is why they talk. Mm. <laughs> Uh, good day, Chairperson. Um, Am I you audible?
0: Yes, yes. You, you
12: are. Okay. Hello. Oh, the problem is here. May I introduce myself? Yes. My name is Pumzile Songo. I'm the acting Chairperson of Amatola Waterport. And let me say good afternoon, Chairperson. Good afternoon, honorable members of Parliament. Committee. And uh, let me also greet the other members of other water boards and uh, the minister and the deputy minister. And uh, with me, Chair, I've got the CEO who is acting. I've got members of the water board of Amatola who are with me. Uh, we are ready to proceed with Our report and do the presentation. I will give over, Chairperson, to our acting CEO, Mr. Ragayo, to proceed with the presentation. Okay. Thank you, Chair.
0: Thank you. A very
13: good afternoon to the honorable members of the Portfolio Committee. Um, my name is Tutu mm-hmm. As the member of the interim board of Amathole Water has indicated, but I would also like to to greet the members uh, of the portfolio committees and the chair, um, also the deputy minister. I would also like to to greet the acting director general, Ms. Changana. Uh also the officials of the Department of Human Settlements, Water and Sanitation. I also would like to greet members of the Amatola Water Board, uh, which is an interim board if there is anybody else other than Mr. Songo. Um, but also the officials of the Amatola Water Board who are here in this in this boardroom with me. In this boardroom, uh Chapperson of um the CEO, uh, CFO, Mr. Lubuyo, sorry, Mr. Luiolo Fogazi, uh, who is the CFO of Amatola Water. In the, in the, in the presentation that we presented uh, for members with water structure, Mr. Luyolo Fogazi is going to handle part two and three of that presentation. And then we've, I've also got Mr. Unati Mbari, uh, who is going to deal with the non-financial performance of Amatola Water, uh, also in the room I've got Ms. Jo Dalbock, who is the uh, Executive Manager for Corporate Services. She will deal with the parts that deal with the human resources, uh, specifically. Um, there's also a part in the presentation that deals with the key focus areas uh, and the way forward in the ensuing years. For that element, I've requested Mr. Bidan, who is the executive head for, for operations, to deal with that section. And then, of course, there will be acknowledgements uh, and appreciation, which I depend handle. But uh, members of the portfolio committee, I, I think I'm going to be very high level in introducing the presentation that we're going to be making. Uh, as this team and and thanks for the opportunity to the portfolio committee uh, to allow us this opportunity to present our performance in the previous financial year which was 2018 to 19. Um, And I think the good place to start members is to talk about the positive uh, performance that um, Amatola Water uh, achieved in this financial year because later on in our presentation, we'll deal with what we consider to be the post-balance balance sheet events, which is the area that will bring to the attention of this committee what they need to appreciate uh, as events that have taken place um, after the closing of the books uh, for financial year 2018-19. At a high level, I think I have to indicate to the committee that Amatola Water achieved exceptional performance in this uh, financial year in review. The goal is uh, we achieved 80, 86% of, of the targets in terms of the shareholder of the but we also achieved 83% in terms of the corporate bank. So I think that's a good story to tell members. Um, This translated to a a year-on-year performance of about 28% and and 26% respectively. We also achieved financial performance at the end of 30th June. Uh, In there, I want to highlight the fact that Amatola Water reported a surplus of of about 135 million. Uh, Coupled with that, we also were able to increase uh, our cash reserves, uh, to a tune of about six hundred and forty million. At a high level, I think it needs to be noted, uh, members of the committee, as of May 2019. I'm just touching on the uh, or, or, on the highlights, uh, members. We also implemented what we call a, a tech strategy. It's a turnaround plan that is really geared and focused on four uh, key areas. One of those being the fact that we want to reengineer our business operating processes, and secondly, to review the positioning and the strategy of the organization to ensure that um, we are clear about where we want to find ourselves in the next five years. So that's been ongoing, but we also, as part of that, are looking at uh, revamping our policies so that the company is ensured uh, of a stable and very well-regulated environment. We are also looking, and this is very key, members of the committee, looking at stabilising the financial position of the company, uh, where we are implementing what is called the 10-point plan. Uh, And this is basically a a financial recovery plan, because we want to make sure that uh, the organisation is financially sound and financially sustainable. At a a high level, also, uh, committee members, I just want to put on the table, some challenges that we, we, we are now experiencing. Um, two of those, but there's quite a number, but I think I'm going to br- bring to the attention of the committee just two. Uh, one of those is the recovery of the municipal debt, um, and secondly, the issue of the debtors, uh, which is now extending beyond uh, the acceptable um, levels in terms of our policy. So I'm putting it on the table because when the CFO engages on the financial issues, he will then touch on those. But also I would like to highlight and put on the table the issue of the control weakness in the supply chain management environment. This is an issue that um, as this team, we are concerned about, but we also have put in place measures and mechanics to, to make sure that our control environment, in particular in the supply chain area, uh, is, 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 is streamlined and cleaned out. On the post-balance sheet events, uh, members, uh, just two issues maybe to highlight the, uh The issue of the COVID-19 stroke drought relief intervention, We will recall, uh, members, that the Minister of uh, Human Settlements, uh, Water and Sanitation, Ms. Uh, Lindy Wesisulu, appointed Amatola Water as as an implementing agent for COVID-19 drought. I just want to highlight the four key areas which Amatola Water has been appointed for. The first one of those is... Uh, the procurement of rain water harvesting tanks. That's important to note, colleagues, and I think maybe uh, we will engage better uh, if there are any questions on that. The second one is the procurement of water tankering services. Uh, secondly, the drilling uh, Thirdly, the drilling and of, of wormholes um, and establishment uh, of a, a rapid response. Units um, and other related services members. Um, I just would like to highlight uh, to the committee chair that to date, uh, Amatola has utilized close to 100% of the funds that we allocated uh, towards this intervention. And of course, engagements are underway with the department to ensure that we've got sufficient funds. So that we are able to, to continue to honor the objects uh, of this intervention. Um, I think uh, Unazi might touch on me, or, or Mr. Galega might touch on the on what has happened to date in relation to this COVID stop drought intervention. I, I'm, I'm now thinking about the procurement, but also the implementation of, of, of thereof of the services that are indicated above. Um, Also, this intervention, colleagues, you you would appreciate the fact that we also need to look internally within our own environment to ensure that Amatola Water uh, cares and looks after its own employees so that we are able to curtail the spread of the virus. Uh, To this end, we've got a task team that's been put in place and that meets on a weekly basis. Uh, we are considering um, allocating funds towards this intervention. To date, we've been utilizing, utilizing funds from the different programs within the organization. However, we believe that it's important that we, we, we put aside a certain amount that will cater for COVID-related incidents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, with those wo- words, uh, Chairperson and members. I would like to then hand over to, to the team so that they can take us through the 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 part one which is handled by Mr. Bani. Over to you Mr. Uh, thank you Sayyid.
14: Um, good afternoon Chair, um, good afternoon members of the portfolio committee, um, Deputy Minister, acting uh, DG of the department, um, the officials of the department, um, our board members at Amatola Water and other our boards that are here. I'm going to go through the non-financial performance um, of the organization, um, which is only focusing on the um, only focus on the the red um, the red uh, uh, items that are in our performance. As the says, um, has summarized our performance in terms of the independent. Um, Targets on our shareholder compact. Um, she has um, given a summary that we have achieved 86% versus um, against um, 58% of the previous year, which is 2017-18, um, which is an improvement by 28%. But let's look at the areas that we have um, not performed. Under the under the, the organizational efficiency and effectiveness, 20% of the targets were not achieved. Here, members, we, we want to highlight the performance indicator relating to the percentage of actual carpet budget spent on an expansion-related project. Specifically, here this is a not-credduct phase G low-level scheme ministerial directive that we are implementing as an implementing agent in Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, we had challenges initially with this project where the, the conductor the PSP, which is a pro, the, the professional service provider, suspended works as a result of the fact that there was um, budget constraints and we're not actually receiving payments to ensure that they are paid, but that has been resolved in this financial year and there is good progress on this Ministerial Directive, we are now sitting at 77% in terms of the stage of completion and the anticipated completion date is April 2021. In the next um, slide, we just also just showing what is under the organisational efficiency, efficiency and effectiveness. I'm not going to go through this chair, um, these are the, the ones that are in blue and green. Under the column actual achievement 2018-19 we have achieved those um, targets the next part of our presentation is the financial performance here gentlemen, we will go very much in detail but what we want to highlight is that There is improvement in our financial performance in terms of the 2018 19 financial year. The CFO will look at the financial performance in in detail. But what you can see here is that um, only 12% of the indicators under the financial performance perspective have not been achieved. And those are in relation in terms of the repairs and maintenance as a percentage of PPE. Um, which is property, plant equipment, and investment a property and carrying value. The present maintenance was suspended against the budget at 25.6% in 2018-19 financial year. This was due to the procurement delays and overall cost containment measures. The next one that we did not achieve under this um, section is the rent-bed overall um project expenditure. This also relates to the about all our plan upgrades that we are implementing, where there was actually slow progress due to the conductors um, being terminated for poor performance. The next one where we did not achieve under this section is overall project completion dates, which are supposed to be within the target in terms of the plan. The target was not achieved due to contractual disputes. Procurement delays budget constraints and slow contractor progress as a result of cash flow challenges Then we want to move to another section which is the stakeholder and customer Here in stakeholder and customer we have achieved all the targets that are in this quadrant These are the targets that we have achieved Then we are moving swiftly now to the organizational capacity. Under the organizational capacity chair and members, what we are highlighting here is that we have not achieved 17% of the targets that were set under this um, section on organizational capacity. What we highlight is that the number of permanent jobs um, created, the recruitment budget, there was a recruitment budget cut, cut for permanent and quadrant employees and this target will be reviewed in the year 2020, financially in line with our budget. Then, the rest of the targets that are under the last section of our shoulder comment, which is general performance, they've all been achieved and these are the targets. The non-performance, the non-financial performance um, section comes to an end. Then then I will um, hand over, Chair, to the CFO to take us through the overview of the financial performance of the
5: organization. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Afternoon, Chair, members of the Portfolio Committee, Deputy Minister, our Acting Chair of the Board and also our colleagues uh, and members of other Post. My presentation starts on slide 32, which is financial performance for the period ending 30th June 2019. On, on slide 33 is our financial position, which is formerly known as the balance sheet, those of us who started accounting a while back. Uh, our balance sheet shows that our total assets have improved from one point one billion to one point four billion share Improvement in those total assets resulted uh, from the cash and cash equivalents cash that we had at the end the of that financial year. Uh, improved from three hundred and seventy six million to six hundred and thirty nine million. Uh, it's important to note, Chair, that uh, our payables, which is our creditors, have slightly increased from 400 million to five hundred and nine million. And to that, Chair, is an amount that we owe to the department for the water that we buy of about 140 million, of which we've submitted a payment plan to pay that over a period of 48 months. The department is still considering that submission. The next slide, Chair, is our. Is our statement of financial performance. So you would notice that uh, for the financial year that we are reporting at, uh, we, we changed our reporting standards from SA cap to graph. That resulted in us accounting differently for part of our revenue from non exchange, exchange transactions. Uh, we made a surplus trade that financially of 135 million uh, compared to the stated figures of 22.3. Uh, most of our expenses share with the exception of the provision for impairment of debts. Uh, they have not significantly increased or, or reduced. Uh, the, the, the impairment for debtors reduced from $80.9 to $9.9 million during the current financial year that we reporting debt. This is mainly as a result of uh, increased payment rates from our major debt that owes us, which is the district District Parity. Cash flow statement. Slide 35. Cash flow results that our cash and cash equivalents at end of the year increased from 300 million to 600 million. Included in that cash is an amount of 92 million that we receive from national treasury in lieu of a grant funding for our (coughs) planned upgrades that we that that, that, that we are awaiting as an authority. Slide 36. Primary revenue. This is mainly our major source of revenue, which contributes to about 90% of the revenue that we generate as i You will see that the trend there reflects an increase of about 9.4% from the previous financial year to the current financial year currently sitting at $341 million on average, which is primary revenue. The next one is secondary business that we performed as part of what the water services tax requires us to do. The graph chair on that slide shows uh, movements that are staggered, But year on year, from the 2018 to the 2019, there is a slight increase on the revenue that we that we've generated from secondary business, about eight <coughs> percent. The next slide this is finance income or interest from investments that we have as Amatola Water. There is a significant increase in the current financial year on the interest of those investments of about uh, 73% from 2018 to 2019 financial year. The analysis of payments and operating activities. This is our compensation to employees or payroll costs versus goods and services. Uh, Overview of our financial performance. You will see that we've got a very colorful slide with all our components of the expenditure. But the big blue component relates to our Payments that we make towards salaries and wages of our labour component currently sits at 40%, which raises an alarm because if we continue to escalate, it will mean that most of our costs are engaged towards a payment to employees rather than for basic services that will assist us to generate revenue. I will skip this one on financial ratios because it also links to what I presented on the balance sheet and the income statement. The next one is Commitment, slide 42. We've got capital commitments of our contractor our contractor payments chair that's slightly, a slightly uh, reduced from 2018 to 2019 from 136 mil to 122 mil. This reflects the rate at which we spend uh, our, 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 on our projects. Uh, slide 43, chair talks on period finish. Irregular expenditure year on year. Uh, if you look at the total irregular, it increased from 132 million to 154. However, if you look at the movements within that within the financial year, we only had 22.6 million in cash uh, in the financial year 2018-2019. Now we included that 22.6 million is irregular expenditure for which we've already made submissions to National Treasury for condonment. for which we are still uh, awaiting for their final for, 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 for their final condonation. There's a number of uh, activities that have been done in an attempt to ensure that we either recover or those that were found to have been involved in, in the irregular participant. There are court cases that are ongoing and also there are disciplinaries that are happening in House Progress this and with full expenditure share, it increased from 2.6 million to 11.3. The bulk of that 11.3 million is interest that was levied by our department on the outstanding debt that I presented on which equates to 104 million as a debt to. I must say, Chair, that that amount has significantly reduced as of March 2020 to about $115 million because we are starting to pay the department now for the debt that we owe to us, even though the payment plan was submitted has not yet been uh, finalized. Uh, can I move to slide 46 on AG outcomes? Chair, it is pleasing to to inform the members of the committee that we have had unqualified audit opinions for the past six financial years. So we are aiming for a clean audit in the 2021-2022 financial year. However, considering that as part of our conversion from our reporting standards, which is up to CRAP, there were findings in the previous financial year. We feel that we need this year, which is to ensure that we ensure that we attend to all issues that were raised by the AG. For instance, they raised issues on that. Our financial statement did not fully comply with crap standards because it was the first time that we conducted, which were addressing through the budget implementation plan that we present on a quarterly basis to our committees and to the board. Uh, Also expenditure management, there were issues that were raised by the AG on expenditure management, which speaks to SM-related matters that we actually see as as, as related to and also policies and SOPs, which in this current financial year will develop policies and they were approved by the board, including standard operating procedures to give implementation to those policies. Procurement and contract management, this is but one area actually, that we were found wanting in the previous financial year. But we have since appointed a contract manager for the first time in Amatola Water, a position that we never had before, who is providing support towards this exercise. Uh, there is also an indication that that leads to poor contract management. Contractors pulling out of that are going to be dealt with at that level now, as and when they emanate. Yeah, revenue management, they were finding share relating to inability to collect debt, for which we are making strides. Now we've signed a payment plan with our biggest debt that contributes about 90% to our total debt book. which is the amateur municipality quality. As of April 2020, they have spread payment of the old debt over a period of 48 months, which we accepted. Share. So we're hoping that we're going to ensure that collection of revenue is enhanced. Internal control deficiencies. This is part of what the internal audit unit is assisting with us on, and also the audit committee is assisting in ensuring that our control environment is enhanced. Thanks, chair, from the finance perspective. Um, good
8: afternoon, chairperson, um, honourable um, members of the uh,
0: uh, CE and your team. Your you are, you are, your time is up. Uh, can you summarise in, in three minutes?
13: OK, Chenna, thank you very much. We would like to just give the members of the Portfolio Committee our way ahead, because we believe it's important. Um, Over to you, Ms. Kivana. Thanks, Honourable uh, Chair
2: and the you of know, the Portfolio Bus, so the Portfolio time. Uh, your attention is drawn to slide 62 of the presentation where we highlighted the key focus areas going forward. Uh, as Amateur Water, will be focusing on accelerated implementation uh, that will first check our uh, implementation of uh, capital upgrades uh, as well as secondary business projects uh, where we are actually implementing agents. We will also enhance collaboration with key uh, stakeholders to mitigate the drought intervention within the province, uh, we will also continue uh, exploring technological uh, alternative tech- solutions uh, uh, within the water sector, seeing that uh, all our resources are, are, are constrained. We will continue to engage the departments, uh, uh, as, a copter, as well as the health treasury, in fighting to find a strategy of dealing with the municipal death that is actually the institution. Yeah. We'll continue with the social economic development contributions by creating jobs and business opportunities mainly aimed at empowering youth, women, as well as people with disabilities. And We will continue with our strategies of extending water saving campaigns, especially to schools and our communities. We will forge the, the strong partnerships to leverage uh, 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 on our master plan that we are busy finalizing as the institution. And the Chair, we will also uh, be finalizing our secondary business model that will enhance uh, 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 the profitability of our secondary business activities. Thank you, Chair.
13: In closing, Chair, firstly, we would like to thank the committee for continuing to play its oversight role over us. We appreciate it. Secondly, we got a request where we request that Amatola Water be transformed into a regional water utility. We believe that this will help the, the, the board, the water board, uh, with its financial viability and sustainability going forward. The second request uh, is in terms of the recovery of the municipal municipal debts. Uh, which we alluded to earlier, and I think the CFO also gave an indication of how much we are owed. So that area, we're really putting it forward because that's where we re- require support for us to continue being viable. They are also in engagements with the department. They've also um, raised their hand. They are wanting to help us in that regard. But thank you,
0: Chair. Um thank you very much uh, um to um to um, to
10: this <laughs> fact. Um Mhlathuzi.
0: Um Mshathu the Congress chair. Um Mhlathuzi. Yes. Thank you dear. Um Mhlathuzi. Yes. Thank you very much. And good morning and um, thank you, <laughs> 20 minutes, please. Uh, don't be like okay. Amadola. Amadola is getting more time. Very short. Sure. I think
15: we, we, uh, we appreciate the opportunity to fulfill our mandate, uh, mandatory obligation to report and uh, to into the committee. And here with me is a team. It's not the entire board, but it's a team of people. We have here the CEO, Mr. Duzer, the chairman of social and ethics, uh, board member service and delivery and the cFO Neandru, and the manager strategy and uh, planning uh, the highlight for today which i think uh, the ce is going to, uh, to to give is that I think we are very happy that uh, the Minister achieved achieve unqualified audit with no matters of of, the, of emphasis. and as far as governance is concerned i think about uh, both both board committees, as well as exerting for me, are functioning very well. And we've managed to achieve 87% of risk action plans. Uh, the future for us is that we we hope to improve on the collaboration and partnership with our stakeholders, and we are going to expand, we'll expand our footprint with uh, three more districts, two being in and one being in Kumala. Now, of course, we've uh, those are new businesses and as well as uh, involved with richest pay, IDZ, which I think now we, we have contracted them. So those are new businesses. I think that uh, the CE now is going to deal with the details okay. of the report. Uh, thank you very much, Chair. Thank you very much,
16: Chair uh, uh, of the portfolio committee, GM uh, members of the portfolio committee and uh, members of the board. And colleagues, um, good afternoon. I will be very short. Chair, we, we opted to summarize our annual report into some matters that we wanted to highlight for your, for your noting, and I will do so, um, guided by, by, the, by the slides mm. before you. As we operate, chair, in our, in our jurisdiction here in the northern part of kwazulu Natal. For two water boats. Um, as you know, we dealt with Umgeni earlier in the week that deals with the southern parts of KwaZulu-Natal. We are responsible for the northern sections of KwaZulu-Natal, just um, on, on top of Utugela um, River, covering um, and bordering the Mozambique and the Swaziland um, um, borders. The municipalities within the republic are supported by ourselves. We we have got three fundamental aspects that we're looking at as we conduct our business. From the staff point of view, we want to have well-capacitated and well-skilled staff that um, deals with the services that are technical in nature, not because we have got the science compliance standards to comply with, but we also have the environmental standards to comply with Share because um, we are just one of the few water that have got a license to discharge to the sea. So we've got the responsibility of discharging waste to the sea. Um, unlike um, many of our sister water boards, for supporting the industry here in this area. And part of the production processes um, requires them to discharge their affluent to the sea. And we've built the state-of-the-art infrastructure that discharges that affluent using technology that is not harmful to the environment, and we then have to be always up to the game so that we are not harmful to the environment. Secondly, as we do our business, we want to involve our local economic um, development um, philosophy by involving our local stakeholders in the beneficiation of all our business. Finally, our customers have got to always behave with the products and services that we deliver. In terms of the operational schematics chair, I really don't want to get um, into detail, but once we we have um, gotten out of the lockdown, one of the areas that I would, I would please, if you want to visit, is to visit us so that you can see this in chat and we take you through um, the work that we do, and you can see the schematic areas um, um, that we, we deal with, and perhaps even take you to where we're dealing with the discharge inside offshore and see how we're dealing with the discharge and looking through the areas where we are supporting the industry and the economic hub here in Bozum, which is the Richard state where there's one of the courts, one in Deben and one in Richard Bay. Okay, just to indicate, we don't, we're dealing with our water supply mechanisms not from one source as the organization we we have multiple sources we're looking at in terms of mitigating and dealing with the guarantee of supply to our customers. It is the dams, it is the lakes um, that we have in our jurisdiction, and we always pay the balancing um, factor so that even in the at the times of drought, we always guarantee that there is there's a room for to obstruct and pump to our clients, and clients are guaranteed availability at all times. And we do this um, in conjunction with our department that always regulates how we should deal with issues of obstruction and, and, and water availability to our customers. Just moving ahead in terms of the interest of time, just want to deal with issues of organizational performance, but with emphasis to what has been audited by AG so that I don't speak out of 10. Because AG audited all the information that I'm presenting before you I am, I am mindful, Chair, that AG appeared before you and presented the report on the 12th of May, and I just want to put um, emphasis to some of the matters that they were raising as part of the performance of the institutions such as ourselves, as it were. Chair, just from a an, 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 an historical perspective, the last time we appeared before you in Cape Town presenting our report, you categorically requested me to improve the outcomes of the audit of the of water for the year under review, which is 2018 19. At the time when we presented with a qualified audit opinion, we insisted that we must have an unqualified audit opinion. I'm happy to report we did receive an unqualified audit opinion, and there were two matters that were flagged um, in, the, in the audit outcome by AG. Those matters related to one the fruitless and wasteful expenditure. The second one was related to the performance information around the smartness of the indicator that the AG left an issue on. I will be talking to what has then since happened on these matters as they were the matters of emphasis by AG as it were. In terms of the audit improvement plan, Chair, um, as we celebrated that we moved from a qualified opinion to a qualified audit opinion, we then took um, um to the board and the board emphasized that we need to deal with these two matters that were flagged by AG and that made us not to get gain audit. In this regard, in the preparation of the interim financial statement for 2019-20, we included in the in the in this in, in the note 28 the prior year um error of misstating fruitless and wasteful expenditure. I want to underscore, Chair, PAGE did not pick up fruitless and wasteful expenditure when they were performing audit. They picked up that we did not disclose correctly fruitless and wasteful expenditure in the notes in our financial. So we had to correct that as, as it were. So we corrected it in the interim financial statement and were reflecting it correctly in note 28, in terms of graph, where it was supposed to be highlighted. In this regard, Chair, we have then instituted that the, the, the finance colleagues must be kept abreast with the developments in terms of the graph standards that have been sent to training. We have also instituted consequence management because this is a matter that should have been duly conducted by the colleagues in finance to understand that there's since been an improvement in the graph standard that compelled how we should deal with the issues of disclosure. So we've dealt with issues of consequence management to ensure that we are not exposed into such cosmetic matters that AG will pick up in future. Related to the issue of the non-smartness of the indicator that AG picked up and, and emphasized the matter in the unqualified opinion, We then revised the performance indicator in the business plan that we submitted to the shareholder and this um, indicator was submitted to the department, and the minister acceded to the changes that were made in the shareholder compact. And this indicator has since been changed as AG will be coming in to do the means test at the end of the financial year. This is one of those that will be tested, however, we've dealt with the issues that were raised by AG as a whole. In honorable members, in terms of the organizational performance. From the last um, performance report that was submitted, we had um, achieved at the time we presented before you a 68% achievement of targets to date as we ended the financial year, we had achieved um, 86%. Only five of the 36 targets were not achieved as we closed the books as opposed to the previous year, where 15 of the 41 targets were not achieved. I do not want to be elaborate in terms of the details on the organizational performance. I think the report is self-explanatory. I will be investing time on some of the matters that I really think I should be spending time on to just um, give the honourable members the level of comfort in terms of our, our internal controls um, to deal with some some matters of governance in the organisation. <clears throat> The, the, these, um, there are issues around, I think the chairman of the board has is dealt with the issues of the board and the board attendance, um, issues of the of the organisation in terms of the staff and the staff complement. Um, Chair, you would note that in terms of the demographics of the organisation, there's a pie chart there that indicates that in terms of our staff population, 44% of our staff um, is, 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 is female and 56% of our staff uh, Their main the the post the post balance sheet information that I would like to share with the um, members of the of the proposal committee is that we have then since redressed this. We are currently sitting at 50-50. My target is to increase the spread of or um, the, the the presence of women um, um, employees, more so in management and senior management positions, so that the number. Exceed that of male counterparts um, as demographics suggest as such. It is the commitment that we've made as executives, and I look forward to achieving this because we've redressed it now to 50 50, and it is the target that indeed we will realize and our will fought ahead to ensure that it is indeed achieved. From the operations point of view, we, um, con- we've, we've continued for the period um, under review to abstract um 48 million um, cubic um, liters of water for our for the purposes of our business chair i'm very happy again that we have reduced our water losses um for the purposes of production um of water for our business this is um by means of applying new technologies in the in the water production um, mechanisms i've indicated chair that one of the responsibilities we have that of discharging waste into the sea. For the period of the review, we discharged 33 million litres of, um, of waste into the sea. Um, that is um, not harmful to the environment. You put a plant next to the ocean that deals with the clarification um, of the, of the um, contaminants from the industry before we deposit it into the sea. From the compliance point of view, technically, in terms of the sun standards, We are above um, 92% average in terms of the um, standard requirements or period under review, and we are very happy that we have not transgressed in this regard. From a technical point of view, Chair, we opted to put our technical projects on the dashboard so that it makes it easy for the members of the committee to interact with the work that we do physically on the ground. We're accounting for the projects that we've been doing we had the upgrade of the of the weir structure, wherein we invested 80 million and created 80 jobs um, locally. We, com- we completed this project in December last year. These projects are ready and completed for, for opening. Should you get out of the lockdown, you can come and showcase the good work that has been completed. We also established a, a, a diesel generator weir. So you know that you've got a problem with the. With the issue of ESCOM. Um, um, so we then decided to have our backup system in our water production areas. And we were starting to install the backup generators because we can't have downtime and the communities complain that they can't get water because we supply bulk to municipalities. We also completed this project in June. And the Choose water also went on a bulk um pipeline upgrade to spend 1 million rands and created CC um, five jobs. We completed this project um, in March um, 2020. Sorry, Chair, there's an error there, not 2019, March 2020. My apologies. Chair, the last um project, um, the project on the right-hand side that I want to talk to. In the five-year business plan that we, we will submit a chair to the department, invariably to yourselves, that you would you have noted we have got a, a 980 million capital infrastructure program over the next five years that we, we, we seek to, to, to undertake as the organization. Um, year one of that um, is for the current financial year, 1920, and we are, we are going to be commencing with increasing our capacity in the water treatment plant. We are going to be investing in access of. 25 million rands and we are starting this project in our new financial year on the 1st of July. There's a point that I would like to raise, though, Chair, in this regard. The issue of the borrowing limit by the organisation that is still pending because it has not been signed and sent to us. We know it's a regulatory issue that needs to be complied with. Otherwise, we would not be able to go and raise bonds um, and and finances to to commence with, with our project if this issue has not been resolved. It's a regulatory and a cosmetic issue that you really need to go through, even though our financial position is quite stable, but we've got to go with this hurdle of getting these borrowing limits approved by Treasury, not necessarily asking for the guarantee, but it's a borrowing limit issue that has got to be um, dealt with from a a legislation point of view. Also, got work that we're doing with Smalaliso, which is... um, 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 in 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 St. Lucia, and the project commenced in November. Um, it was suspended due to COVID nineteen, but we've since started as part of the water um, infrastructure um, when 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 um, stage four was pronounced, and we started with this project. We also have a project in Zululand, we were dealing with um, rudimentary water scheme in the police, and this project was completed um, in May um, last year. We also have a, a regional bulk treatment works that we're doing O&M um, for, 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 Mkanya, for the district municipality and we're supplying over 134,000 households as, as we're pumping to the district, different um, sub-water schemes that they have. And we're doing the O&M as in the water for the district and it's on a month-to-month um, basis. This program is going on for the next three years in terms of the O&M agreement that is signed with the district municipality. We've also been requested by the district as well as COTA, to help them with the second bulk um, and the reticulation. And there's a 29 million rand project that we've started um, for them in November and we're putting ahead to complete it in the next three months, Chairperson. Um, um, in terms of the financial position, Chair, I really would not want to waste much of your time if you could just look into um, the presentation, the targets that were earmarked for 2018 19. All the targets were achieved and exceeded, which are financial in nature. Let me not um, waste the honourable committee members' time. We've achieved all our targets, which are financial in nature. The, the information is 100 The Next, um, part in terms of the financial performance, which I just, just wanted to underscore, Chairperson, is um, the, the the staff um, salary bill. We've contained it at the one percent still would like to, to go down because we've set ourselves a target of not more than 30 percent of our revenue towards the, the salary, salary cost and we're we're doing the best we can to manage um this, this, this in this regard 18 percent of, of our of our cost has gone share towards electricity as much as share the cost of the 18 percent is high we are registering that 18% is high, however, the 18% then gets transferred to the consumer, through the tariffs. So the issue of the tariffs and the factors that we are putting in, in the tariff structure, is an issue that will always come in because when SALGA presents to, to, to yourselves, the parliament, and to the minister respectively, complaining about how we're structuring our tariffs, in some cases, there's nothing we can do. When the cost is high, on some of these variable costs. There's nothing we can do but to transfer it to the end user because it is what ESCOM is asking of us we've got to to, to transfer those to the end user. Chair, um, um, for the year, under review and um, the cash reserves. were sitting at um, just above 30 in, 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 in 66 million rates. Moving ahead, Chair, that is where I'm to spend just um, three minutes without wasting your time. Issues of irregular expenditure. For the year under review, Chair, there was no irregular expenditure recorded for financial year 18, 19, zero irregular expenditure in the However, the irregular expenditure that, that was recorded are the continuous engagements that started in the prior years. If Chair, we a commitment in the contract that started in 2017 and was still active, and there was there was still expenditure engaged from that contract that was deemed to be irregular. That was an accrued irregular expenditure expense. Therefore, it needed to be accounted for in that regard. But as a new transaction, there is no transaction for the year under review. I wanted to underscore, the Chairperson, the the irregular expenditure for the period when we when we um, accounted to you um, the last time. We had 246 million rands. Of the 246 million rands, 35 million rands was since condoned. and in the in the population of irregular expenditure in the register was sitting with 245 million rands. All the 245 million rands cases were fully investigated. All investigations have since been concluded. Chairperson, What then we are doing now in this regard, Chair? is threefold. One, where there are no financial losses that are reported as a result of the investigations, we are forging ahead with issues of consequence management to the staff members that were seen to have been um, irresponsible in the conduct which led into irregular expenditure. No fruitless expenditure was then picked up in in some of those categories, Therefore, there is nothing fruitless that is reported. So we are then going to be dealing with consequence management, which w- was a result as a result of either not complying with the regulations or not advertising tenders for the stipulated 21 days. However, goods and services were delivered, the value for money was derived. It is just a procedural matter that were not followed. By, by staff and we're dealing with those from a consequence management point of view and we're taking these to Treasury for condonation. as PFMA complies that is an accounting officer of to do. So that's the first category of the areas since now we've completed the full investigation of 245 million the second population in the basket of 245 million share relates to Cases where it is now glaringly evident that there have been losses that have been realised by the organisation that have not been um, accounted for in the, in, the, in the delivery of services. Which then means, Chair, those who have been found to be involved, we are then going to be... Um, we have, we, let me indicate what we have done. We have identified the, the, the parties that are involved. The individuals that are involved have been reported to the authorities and physically opened the criminal um, charges against these individuals with the South African Police Services, in particular with the Commission Crimes Unit. And we have also started the process of um, recovery of these monies. The companies that have been conniving with staff in defrauding the organization, monies which are beyond where we can um, legitimately, say, we have received goods worth the value of money we have paid on the ground. Um, we are then trying to recover that money. And we have also reported some of these institutions to the bodies where they are registered as the regulation body. In this regard, if it is the company of engineers that is um, registered with the, with the um, SACA. We've reported to, 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 the, to the authorities as such, and we've also reported to National Treasury so that we can start the process of listing some of these companies that clearly are perpetually defrauding the institutions um, of the taxpayers' money. So it is work in progress. Once we've completed this, we'll be able to put the package true to National Treasury, once we have concluded all these aspects for some of these matters to be condoned, but once we have completed the entire religion. So it's it's a snail pace movement, but it's necessary snail pace so that we don't leave anything that is um, unattended, because to these matters where they they settle claims that we are are, are pursuing, we do not want to have mistrials as a result of negligence in our step-by-step Processes that we have not followed. The last few 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 issues to raise as I as I wrap up. We also have our own um, um, social, sorry, um, CSI initiatives that we are dealing with. um, As as an organisation, we 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 strongly have um, our BE component, and we are very happy that the the BE spend as an organisation has been very high. Um, over 72% of our, of our expenditure, which was BE for the period under review. In terms of our CSI Jefferson, percent we have supported initiatives that are associated with the core business um, that we do, including um, water as well as sanitation, and supported initiatives for youth, women, and people living with disability, and uh, we continue to do so, and we continue to, 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 to do so Guided by the, the the policies of the organisation and the principles that under underpin the the CSI of the organisation. In a nutshell, that's just the high level summary of the performance of the organisation for the period under review. Without wasting your time, I thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, um, C. C. E. of Msatuzi. Um, um, <clears throat> I'm going to open uh, for for members to engage with the with the presentation. Uh, each member will ask two questions uh, per board. I'll start with Honorable Masejo. Honorable Masejo. Callie, so. Hello, Jefferson. Oh, I'm audible. I was, I was, I was checking. Is the uh, okay. Honourable Mashiro? Can you unmute the uh, mics? Honourable Mashiro. Honourable Tseke? is not responding, Chair. Honourable Tseke?
9: Thank you, thank you, thank you, Chairperson, And let me thank the um, uh, three uh, water boards for their presentation, Chair. And uh, honorable Masihu, who normally says uh, the, they are overrating themselves, hey, Chair, as much as I I congratulate them for the work well done in terms of achieving most I'm of back, the tickets, That's That's I am life. here. Keep quiet. Masihu. Yes. Hello. Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm, here. I'm on hello, the platform. Allowed, I
0: get to finish. Honourable Mashiru, Allow I get uh, sure. to finish because uh, you have not responded. We'll, we'll give okay. you this, your chance. Yes, thanks. Oh. Yes, as
9: much as I appreciate the, the performance of the three water boats, chair, I must emphasise chair to say the reality is that uh, 14.1 million. Households, or three million households in this country, do not have access to reliable water. And I think it is our responsibility, as the water boards, to make sure, and the department to make sure that we provide clean and drinkable water to our communities. Chair, and the 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 I'm also comfortable chair with the with the Amatola and Lepelle. With regard to the investigation that the ministry has appointed regarding the irregular, the irregular expenditure, mism- mismanagement, and governance issues, and I think the recommendations will be of that investigations will be implemented going forward. Chair, uh, one first question, Chair to to Lepelle and Amatola. I think we must be able to get a clear plan of action with clear timeframes on how to address the irregular, fruitless, and wasteful expenditure, Uh, especially the AMA dollar. Your irregular expenditure is growing from 131 million in 2018 to 154 million in 2019. We don't get a sense of how uh, you're going to address this uh, going forward. And secondly, Chair, my second question to all the entities, um, do you think that the budget that you are managing as the three entities, are you creating enough jobs for the people of this country? More especially young people who are in the majority, the women and people with disabilities. And three, Chair, the AG Tulipeli again, the AG confirmed that the investigation into the affairs of the, of the former chairperson of the board has been finalised. Can we get an update on the findings of this case? And for um, the, I think it goes to Lepelle too. In terms of their groundwater development, um, can you be able to account on the number of the boreholes that you have drilled thus far? And whether all of them are working. Remember when the Portfolio Committee visited um, Limpopo uh, last year, if or oh, this year, there was a tough battle between yourself and the Mopani District. So I just want to confirm that, um, uh, uh, um, Chair. Uh, my fifth question, Chair, the um, the, um, the 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 Otilibele, where in the province are they supposed to provide, to provide bulk water uh, services and are they currently providing water to all these areas? <clears throat> and my last question being the sixth one, if I'm correct. Um, the fruitless and wasteful expenditure, or I think it's Libelle too, and wasteful expenditure of 2.4 million was incurred as a result of penalties and interest due to late payments to suppliers. And the South African Revenue Service. Can we get a detailed um, response on this, um, Chair? Thank you very much.
0: Um,
9: thank you, Honourable Sir, Honourable
7: Mr. Thanks, Chair. Um, thanks. Thank you very much. Um, um I was I, I, I was a little bit uh, struggling, Chair. Um, my my first question is to Lipelle. Listening to you, Le Pele, and the things that are being said and happening in the country, you seem to be not the Le Pele we are reading and hearing about in South Africa. You, 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 you paint a picture of well and good when in actual fact there, are, there is an outcry about yourself and your existence and the manner in which we are doing things. You, you have just touched a bit on the 2019 uh, 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 problems. But I think you, uh, I, I really, I was expecting really to hear a, a little bit more from you of the challenges that you have. Remember when we came into office as the new uh, 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 committee, there were quite a lot of outstanding things. Your, your SIU investigations, your, your Giani, and so forth and so on. You are not talking to those issues. Uh, You only give us the nice to hear and the things that we are supposed to be here that are good. Please talk to us a little bit more deeper um, in order for us to understand where we are because we really need to answer to to society and South Africans as members of parliament about how we are are doing things there. Um, The... You are also giving us surpluses when, in actual fact, according to our the books that we have in 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 the, the Lagos report, you were in the red in 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 Limpopo. Maybe please uh, just just give us the the other side of the coin as to what you are giving us now as good things, uh, even on the accruals. Amatola, you you are saying. You are a board of, uh, an interim board. But you are giving us the the, the 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 work of a six-year term of office. How interim is you at six years? Um, or what does interim mean to you if you are that six years? But the other thing there, Amatola, you are from Eastern Cape, where uh, uh, crowd is, is, is it, 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 I'm sure it's the second if not the third uh, droughtest uh, region in, in South Africa. And, and research tells us there is an economy You are not taping in Eastern Cape, which is the ocean economy. Uh, you are there as an, a, 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 a water service. What is it that you are doing to tap into that economy of the ocean in, in as far as the water, your, your desalination process of, of the water and to from salt water and to drinkable water. Um, you seem to be only working on things that are before you. You are not wanting to venture into new things. And that, that question is also gonna go to Mr. Tusa because you're also an ocean, an ocean economy entity. We are not hearing you wanting to tap into that desalination process or that ocean economy that is so vast unto yourselves. The other one, which is the last to me, which is cut, uh, cut crossing, or cross cutting to everybody. You are board members of the Department of Water and Sanitation, which is uh, just one department in South Africa. Yes, you are. You are operating quite a lot of um, different boards, but you are serving one, one uh, a master, if one can call it. Are you at some point meeting somewhere as board members of all the uh, water utilities to share notes, experiences, uh, and, and learn from one another in order for you to deliver? Because your mandate is, is one. Um, and, and there is successes, there are failures, there are challenges there in, in your working or, or, or as different as you are. I do not get the sense that there is somewhere where you all move in tandem in wanting to want to achieve that which South African it, it people are expecting of us together with yourself to deliver. Otherwise, the I'm sure, uh, um, member tseke has, uh, has stolen some of the things I would have wanted to ask, uh,
0: and that still is allowed because it, it is it is progressive. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mashir, Honorable Basson,
17: Chairperson, uh, most of the questions that I I wanted to ask uh, um, has already been asked. However, Chairperson, I I really think that that, uh, the Portfolio Committee needs to get the SIU back to come and do a presentation to the new Portfolio Committee. I I, I had two presentations in, in the Fifth Parliament from SIU, And there is a lot of problems within um, the Le Pele waterboard. So um, there's a lot of stuff that's not been dealt with, like the previous uh, colleagues have have mentioned. And therefore, Chairperson, I I really believe that if we want to cut down to the problems within uh, the waterboards, let's get the SIU back and let them come and do a presentation uh, so that we get the full picture uh, we won't get the full picture uh, today um, in this presentation. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh,
0: th- thank you, Honorable Person. I think uh, we've noted uh, that your issues, it's very important. We'll do that. Uh, Honorable uh, Mkhoto. No, no, Honorable Mkhala, sorry. Mkhala.
4: Uh, uh, let me start by Mchatu's water board. Mchatu's uh, CEO. Amanzaweko. When we, we not Mchatu's, when you go to Zululand, when you go to Mpanyagude Gude, Aweko Amanz. Aweko Amanz is Josini. Aweko Amanz is Walingan. You go to Nongoma, you go to Ulundi, 90% of the people there doesn't have water. Then I saw on your presentation slide 17, you are talking about intervening in those areas. My question to you is, it's been a long time now, the people of South Africa waiting for water. When is this going to happen? The other issue, last time when you were here, we talked about the issue of what level a three three lap time follows such when i want lap but still today people are still phoning us by us group of a few nine Masiniana a ceo from Shatuze and the board number two i'm going to the to the department i'm going to touch the department as well because we are not just going to ask the bots only well. We also have to make sure that the department responds on some of the issues. My question to you, the department, is looking at the year under review 2018-19, mm. in terms of label and amatola, they did not receive funding from the department. So Targets were not met. That relates to the expansion and upgrade of infrastructure, completion of ministerial activities as per the program execution plan, and as well as project management. So, what is the problem? Why was uh, money not, uh, funding not being provided to some entities? Number two to the department is has the department have a consistent uniform policy on the way in which water boards apply scheme and tariff in respect of cross subsidy? Then I'm going to go to Amadola. Last time when uh, CDB was here, I, I asked a question, which, uh, There is there is an AG report that say that CDB must be placed under administration and it never happened. But today, we see the overall of, of AMADOLA in terms of performance, of uh, in respect of the attainment of the targets of 2018-19, have improved. As the report of the AMADOLA received, as the report AMADOLA also received unqualified uh, audit, no news, cases of fraud and corruption, and the res- resuscitation of projects that were at standstill for years. Mm. So my question is: On what basis did the minister of uh, the minister put Amatola under administration in this year?
1: Mm.
4: Why is there an anomalies in the way boards are placed under administration? And uh, I'm of the view that the water and uh, the water the WSA must be reviewed, so the Water Service Act must be reviewed so as not to give the power, the ultimate power, to dissolve or place a water institution under administration by a minister. Because political interference in running of water institutions can become a problem as seen currently. Number two with regards to Amadola, why is the process of appointing new board members being delayed? We know we, 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 the report told us that the, instead of appointing a new board, an interim board was appointed. What is the reason why we do appoint interim boards? And then we're going to go to and uh, We have noted that your data dates are elusive as the planned target was to reduce debtors' stays. In, term of, in terms of general recognized accounting principle, increases in debtors' stays means that you are not turning in money from your revenue. What measures are you going to put in place to ensure that debtors stays are reduced from 541 in your case to 250 at least? And the other thing is with regards to the issue of uh, the organization not being able to be, to collect debts. On your report, you highlighted, highlighted that the minister will undertake the task of debt collection. But in your own view, what is going wrong in that? Uh, in, in Why are the municipalities not paying uh, the debtors? Uh, the last question to Libele is with regards no, to... no, 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 no. The last one, on slide 17 of your presentation, you talked about the, the issue of Mobani providing water. There's an issue of uh, the community of Nyanugani in Juliusbeck, in Mobani. Those people are bothering us they need water. With During this time of COVID-19, those people they are saying they don't have water. There is a borehole which was installed by Mubani District Municipality, but the problem is ESCOM closed power supply to the borehole due to non-payment of electricity by the Mubani Municipality. From the 24th December 2019, this community is without water. Can the department utilize the district development model to deal with this matter urgently to provide the community with water during this COVID-19? So the issue of Mubani, how are you going to assist Eslebelle? And can the department you please use the district uh, development model to ensure that the people of Mubani get water, more especially at Nyanyugani? Thank you.
0: Uh, thank you, Honourable Members. Uh, I said two two questions, uh, Honourable Members, so that we give all of us now time to speak. Honourable Sikhwai, um, Honourable Sikhwai, Honorable Mvana.
2: Do you hear me? Yes. Yes.
4: Okay, thanks, thanks. I'm sorry, Chapesin, the presenters were not audible enough to me. Maybe I encountered a problem, a technical problem, I don't know. But I will try my level best. Hello. I would like to start with Lip-healing, uh, Lippele. Uh, there is uh, something that is saying, uh, according to their presentation, talking about the beggar spot that uh, seemingly the project was terminated. And by that time, it was at 95%. I'm checking what is happening right now or what's going to happen after they have terminated that project. Uh, the second one, I saw saying that they have established a multidisciplinary committees. I'm checking whether according to their looking at things, or can at the Maybe just um, in terms of checking whether is it is it really working, uh, and um, how far are they with this uh, panel that they they established on that on that time they established it. There's also a pipeline pipeline in Sami project. Out of the forty-nine point one one kilometers that has already that is supposed to be laid, they only laid 19,501 kilometers, um, and they are saying the percentage is forty-seven point double six percent. I'm checking the status checkers in, and I'm checking the reason why did they did they not manage to to finish up what they targeted for and how far are they and when do they think they will finish that knowing that it's 2018 and 2019 when we visited the limpopo area ukanye the province there was a cry in one of the areas which I can't remember it that there's no water. I'm looking and checking. Che, how far are they with that now? Out of this knowledge that we know, we we are in need of water in this COVID nineteen. What's the status now? Hey, Amartola, I think other questions have been put. It's not easy for for me to ask. The interim committee. Hey, <laughs> maybe let me leave that one off the Lenduga. but nevertheless, let me comment the unqualified reports from these boards. At least we comment that. With Ms. I've got um one question. They are saying to us 35 million was condoned by the board, can they explain that? Does it mean they are supposed to be condoned by the board? What is the AG saying on this 35 million that was condoned by them? But I could see that there is also improvement in terms of the irregular expenditure. We don't want any irregular expenditure if cases are normal, Chepesie. They have improved from 2018 uh, to 44, from 44 to 16 in 2019. But the reality of the matter, that is also not uh, accepted to us, thanks Check.
8: Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Mbana, Honourable Powell. Thanks, Chair. Um, yeah, just to start off by saying that I absolutely support calls by um, Honourable M'shekho M- and Honourable Basan, and uh, you will recall that I did ask uh, at the committee meeting of the 21st of April that, um, as a matter of urgency, this committee be provided with with an update on the status of the SIUs <clears throat> investigations, specifically around uh, the Giani issue. So, Chairperson, I don't have two questions per board. I've got four for two boards, so six questions in total. Um, my fir- all of my questions are, are are directed to the Deputy Minister um, as standing in on, on on Minister Sisulu's behalf. So. Um, the first question is that uh, it's been stated that the term of the Lepeli Interim Board has again been extended. Um, this board's term ended, well, this the interim term of the board ended in April. I'd like to know whether or not a written uh, instruction has been <clears throat> issued by the minister to extend the term of the interim board. And uh, can the minister also provide us with the the specific legislative provision um, in terms of which the minister relied on in extending the the interim term of the interim board? My uh, understanding from the Water Services Act is that there is, in fact, no provision made for for, uh, the provision of an interim board. That's the first question. The second is that um, this same uh, Lepeli Northern Water Board has been acting now for months and months and months, uh, dating back to over 10 months. Um, Can the minister please explain to us and and provide the committee with substantive reasons as to why a a board has not been finalized? Um, It's been a a constant ongoing complaint of the members of this committee, and it's been uh, tabled in a number of recommendations of external reports that interim boards acting appointments lack Uh, the authority to uh, execute real and lasting change. So can we please have substantive reasons as to why this this board has still not been finalized? Um, And then, Deputy Minister, on the 7th of May, um, the Minister issued a press release noting that the very same CEO who um, presented to us today has been placed on precautionary leave and suspended. Can the the deputy minister on behalf of the minister please let us know if um, the ministry made a mistake in their media statement because uh, the public and the members of this committee were told that the CEO was suspended on the 7th of May. There's been no further communication, but yet here before us sits the allegedly suspended CEO. Can we have clarity on that? Um, And then in regards to Amitola, also deputy minister on behalf of the minister, um, on the 2nd of May, the minister released a media statement noting, and I quote, the Amitola Water Board has long been characterized by instability and infighting, which has rendered Amitola Water dysfunctional. Minister Susulu has now concluded that ending the term of the current interim board and appointing legal administrators to manage the affairs of Amitola is the only practical solution to addressing this instability. Then on the 4th of May, the outgoing board released a statement thanking the minister uh, for their term and supporting her decision for their disbandment, agreeing that they will step aside and be replaced by legal administrators. Yet today, we have members of the same board that was dissolved by the minister presenting to us. Has the board now been reinstated? Have the legal administrators been uh, suspended? W- what is going on? We had a, a board appointed in January. The board was then uh, dismissed. A legal appointer was, was uh, appointed. Now we've got members of the board that was disbanded presenting to us today. Can we please have clarity? Um, Then, also further to to Amitola, the CEO, well, the acting chief executive, um, Dudu, presented to us today, uh, and in in the opening remarks of her presentation, she noted that 86% of Amitola's targets had been met, stating, and I quote, that there had been excellent performance in the last financial year. Can we please have reasons as, as uh, this committee as to why the CEO, who's been the CEO of now for that financial year, has been um, suspended and the interim board dissolved and legal appointers or legal administrators appointed if by the acting CE's own admission, 86% of targets have been met and the performance has been, quote, excellent? And then my last question is um, that at the end of April, so less than a month ago, the minister appointed um, Mr. Nkosi as the acting chief executive of Amatola following the suspension of the CEO. Yet less than two weeks later, on the 11th of May, Mr. Nkosi was relieved of his duties and then replaced by the... um, by by, uh, Honorable Dudu uh, Schlangwayo, please excuse my pronouncement, uh, who's now presented the board's sterling achievements over the last financial year to us despite having been there for less than two weeks. Um, Can we please have reasons as to why two acting CEs have been uh, appointed in the past month and what the material reasons are for this? Thank you.
0: Uh,
18: Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Powell, Honourable uh, Connie. Uh, Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Mine are just two questions. One, it's uh, directed to Kelly. I just wanted to find out about their irregular expenditure incidents. Uh, To find out from them uh, what role in this whole situation, does the internal audit play to, to uh, mitigate the risk? Uh, the second one is directed to all the, the boards uh, in terms of being satisfied that it has been transformation in the water sector. Did you get that, Chair? Hello? Yes.
0: Did you get to what I was saying? Yes, yes, yes. yes uh, Honourable member, continue.
18: Okay, no, that was my last question. It's directed to three boards, asking if are they all satisfied that transformation has taken place in 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 their in the water se- sector. Thanks.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. Um, Honorable Tafeni, um, I think this is the list that uh, has been given to uh, Okay. Honorable Mokutu. Thank you, Chair. Uh, My first question is
4: directed to the department. Some water boards do not raise debt finance, such as the Northern Water Board and the Amatola, who fund their capital expenditure through equity only. Does the department have a clear policy on capital finance sources and depths, which will allow all water boards to be in a position to borrow. And then the second question is directed to the Lebelle Water Board. On the 3rd of February, uh, the committee was on oversight at Giani. And when we were at Giani, uh, what we have seen or witnessed is that majority of the communities in Guiani do not have water. And then when you read today the presentation uh, brought before us by the board, they stated that one of their challenges uh, of not being able to provide many communities with water uh, is that uh, there is lack of effective operation and maintenance on completed projects leading to malfunction and vandalism of the infrastructure. And when we were there on the site, that is what they told us. That is one of the reasons that they said, you know, enabled them, you know, to reach many communities, to be able to provide them with water. And we engaged with them as a board. We advise them to do something with their operational systems and their maintenance systems and they promised to do so but to my surprise today they are still stuck with this problem so my question to them is don't they have mechanisms in place you know to resolve this problem of lack of effective operational systems and maintenance of the infrastructure so that and uh, many people in Gyani, many villages in Giani, uh must be able to get water. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, um, <clears throat> Let me allow the, the team to respond. But before they do that, let me add questions uh, on lipelle. When we visited uh, Limpopo, as other honourable members mentioned, um, we found that there is waste, uh, there is water works that has been opened in 2014 uh, by President Zuma, and that uh, water works is not has never worked. So, can we get what is the problem? The second problem is that. Uh, during this COVID-19 um, there are still a lot of areas and villages which they are sending messages through through the common center of the Limpopo common center that they are not getting water. I just want to check uh, because I cannot read the list. The list is very long. Uh, DG, DM, and uh, and the Lipella Water Board and the CE. It's very long. If you don't have uh, that list, I can forward to you. Those people, they are complaining that uh, they are not getting water as we speak. So I just want to check um, this intervention that has happened in Limpopo, what impact did it have to... To the, to the to the communities because there are a lot of villages in Sikukune, in in, Pita, in Capricorn in Vembe. I even went to one traditional leader uh, called uh, Masia uh, after he has addressed the media uh, <clears throat> I went there uh, they were complaining about water throughout the province there is a generally problem of water just want to check because they've loaded those things on the common center of department and which all of you, you had access. I want to know what is happening now. What are the status of all those areas? The, <clears throat> in Amadola, Amadola again, you, you, you had the picture that was circulating um, of people climbing the mountain to go and fetch water. I, I cannot pick up the, the, the name of the area, uh, but we have sent it to the department. I just want to check what has happened to that community as we speak now. Um, and then the... the Not Amadola, man. Umklatuzi. Umklatuzi is KZN. And with Amadola, again, there is a... There is intervention that we, you have made, but there are a lot of complaints about water. So I just want to check with this intervention how far you have reached the communities and what are the backlog and what will then be the plan for the coming years? Because it will not helpful to say we have intervened uh, in these areas, but there are still you still have people as we speak who does not have water so those are the the issues that i i I want to 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 ask but just again welcome the the reports the 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 performance actually has improved looking at the several several years uh, particularly with lepelle where you started with the out of Giani, at least this financial year, you you get unqualified, but you have to commit that uh, you will have the plan of action to to deal with the auditor general's report, and and we we indeed have to get the the issues of SIU being finalised, uh, because at at the time we get briefing from the DG, he indicated that. Uh, the, the, the SIU has to employ the external services to deal with the cost implication of the project. So, so we'll have at some point to get them when they are ready to come and brief us, uh, when they have finalized that process. So can we then <clears throat> get to the department, to the, the board, to respond to the questions of members? Thank you. Can we start with Le Pelle? Lepelle. uh gg
3: yeah uh we have been unmuted chair.
0: okay okay thank you thank you uh, thank you
3: very much i'm 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 going to respond to one or two things and the and the officers who are here will then uh, assist and the chairpersons of the committees who are here will then assist on the questions of lepelle uh, Chair, let me respond to the issue raised by um the Portfolio Committee Member Hon Polzek on the issue of the investigations pertaining to the the now suspended chairperson of the board. Um chairperson from our side currently the matter has been investigated and the report has been given to the department a long time ago. And um, we even met the current the current uh, Honourable Minister ourselves some time ago, where we also confirmed that the report has indeed been sent to the previous Honourable Minister. So that matter is now out of our hands. The report is there a long time ago. The Minister will then attend to it. Now, regarding the issue of uh, uh, Gyanice, I'm just going to say a few things on it. I'll be filled up by the CE and the, and the officials. on the issue of Guyane, uh, I've received some reports that uh, there were people who will always vandalize whatever we, we have done well, sabotage, and so on, including the theft of the Transformers. I took it upon myself to go to Guyane. And carried out my own investigation. I was accompanied by one official from Lipelle. And then um, I was able to see that, at least, not to all the boreholes, to some of them, real progress has been made, water is flowing. We are busy continuing to look at all the outstanding boreholes so that they can also be finalized. A proper report will follow. In, um in this aspect secondly i um, I met the Guienne Forum of business people because um it was it was also um, somehow reported to me that they were somehow responsible for some of the problems of Guyane and I met them I talked to them we have now agreed that we are going to be a team myself and them. So that we must see the end of Guyane once and for all. They are now on board. They are no longer a stumbling block. They are also keen to see some progress going on. They even phoned me not long ago about issues at a village called uh, Skimming, a village called Hakuranda, and we are hands on on all those villages. Now, the honorable um, member also mentioned the issue of um, Nyagani village. I've noted it, and I'm going to ensure that it and other villages must be fully taken care of. My plan is, in a very short um, space of time, Kihani must be out of the agenda once and for all. It has been going for many, many years. It has formed um, a subject of so many investigations and reports, but what we want is we want to see people getting water. Those boreholes that I visited, about 30 of them, I was able to literally see water coming out and even took pictures, and I'm happy about that, but they are only a small fraction, so we are going to continue. <coughs> Regarding the issue of Koshi Masia, I've also established a report with Koshi Masia <coughs> that we are ensuring that his community and all the other surrounding communities must be given water. So far, in a matter of days from now, I'm with the GM here, he can confirm, we will be going to Hoshi Masia to go and open uh, or to go and formally hand over about four ball that Lepelle has taken over, has refurbished, have made sure that they must work. Hoshi Masiya sent me a WhatsApp message, I think about uh, two days ago, where he is thanking Lepelle for what we have done so far. And it is not only going to be him, it is going to be all our leaders in the villages of uh, Limpopo. We went to the area called the Moodze, where there were problems, and um, I can report that we are uh, really hands on on the on the issue of Moodze to make sure that it must have water and uh, I can report that the Philadelphia hospital as, as we speak, um, there is water flowing now, which was also um, really witnessed by the by the honourable deputy minister. I'm, I'm happy that he was there. And we are even having a surplus which is given to the local community. So my intention is to make sure in the short period that we are still here, that all parts of Limpopo, not only those that I've mentioned, must afford. And that is why why I've now taken this project of being hands on uh, myself. Thank you very much. I will then hand over to the the (coughs) CE.
11: Thank you, Chair and the Honourable Members, once again. I'll give uh, answers to the questions blow by blow. I think I'll take a chunk of the questions posed and others I will leave to my colleagues and my bosses here, other board members, to take a bite. There was a question raised by Honourable Member Mashero discrepancy between what you're reading and what is being reported we as Lebel, have given an honest account of our performance for the financial year under review what is being painted publicly in the media about us it's unfortunate but i must indicate it results from a string of unending investigations which have become a cause for concern. Because these investigations, to be honest, have taken long. We would have expected that by now they are closed and we are tracking the progress in relation to how far have we gone in implementing the findings. On the SIU, over and above what the chairperson has said, we are aware that SIU made recommendations for some officials to go through a DC for having acted negligently in handling the ministerial directive that instructed us to go and carry out this project in Guyane. And secondly, there is a court action now against the service providers that were appointed, where it is claiming the money paid over because it was irregular. That's how far we know the story to have gone, but over and above this, we are aware there are many other investigations on Guyane, and to an extent that there is a string of those and are taking too long, we sincerely and honestly believe um, they are bordering on, on 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 an injustice, more so because they continue to overshadow the good work that we are doing to that extent they do border on an injustice so that is the furthest i can go just in a summary form on the challenges that we are having on us beyond the rate we reported in our presentation that in 2017 yes we experienced 17 million deficit in 2018 we broke even In 2019, we recorded uh, a surplus of uh, 65 million. So, meaning we are turning the corner in terms of our financial performance and uh, overall performance. The questions raised by Honorable Seike, we do appreciate that there is still a long way to go in terms of making sure that people do get uh, water, particularly Uh, from their own uh, households. We are working tirelessly with the municipality and the province. The provincial government and uh, the provinces led by the chief director to make sure that we do achieve this. Where there is a lack of uh, sources, we are exploring the wetlands and the groundwater. And where none of those do exist, we are currently making use of the COVID intervention and other drought relief measures to make sure that our people do get access to water. I indicated in the presentation that we have got Limpopo water master plan. We have got our own uh, um, uh, instrument coming out of the infrastructure conditional assessment, which. Guides how far should we go in making sure that at a particular time, in line with given milestones, we can achieve the water supply backlog that the province is currently experiencing. The point of the investigations launched, I think I've already touched on it. We would be glad if there can be a point where every investigation that is being carried out is done and the fundings are made and implemented. But being subjected to a string of unending investigations would result in the concern that the Honourable Member Machevo raised, the discrepancy between what we continue to read about you and your actual performance. On the action plan on how do we want to go about addressing irregular and fruitless and wasteful expenditure, I did uh, make mention of the fact that we've got a battery of measures. Some of those is ongoing training between our SEM officials and uh, National Treasury. We do have internal audit engaged on board on a regular basis to check and give us the red flags on where possibly we may find ourselves in a situation where we get irregular fruitless and wasteful expenditure. All these measures and more have resulted in the progress that we have been able to make in relation to the reduction of fruitless and wasteful expenditure as well as irregularities. The size of our budget on whether it is enough to help us create jobs, the answer is no. And currently, the situation is becoming worse as a result of the looming unemployment that is going to be caused by the COVID-19. So we still need more to make sure that we can expand our business and as we do expand, we create jobs. And what we are further doing for every service provider that we appoint, we make sure that they create at least employment to a particular extent and would give portfolio committee members a list of all jobs that we created by awarding the tenders that we normally do as a way of inviting a private hand to help us carry out some of these uh, projects. (coughs) On the number of boreholes that uh, got drilled so far and whether they are working, we'll give a a detailed account on not only the boreholes in Guyane, but the boreholes within the entire geographic spread of our services uh, footprint, the extent of their yields, and any other pertinent, relevant uh, aspects so that members can appreciate the extent to which the groundwater it is available in the province to augment the surface water that we are having, but to a very scarce extent. The bulk water services coverage, we do provide bulk water services not only to Mobani, Skukune, Capricorn, Moghalakwena, as well as uh, Vembe. So almost the entirety of the Limpopo province constitute the Limpopo services footprint. It's only to the exclusion of the four local municipalities in the waterbed. <coughs> District, but all other municipalities, we do provide uh, bulk uh, water services. There was another question on whether the board does have a platform for collective engagement. We have got Sawu, but currently is experiencing some some dysfunctionality, and there are measures to resuscitate it so that interaction can continue to take place at this level as what sort about of where we share experiences on the good and the best that we may be experiencing in our individual's area of operation on the point raised by honorable Basson that the siu has to present the report to the portfolio committee i think this is welcome <coughs> we reiterate that ever since it started this investigation we're fully Cooperated. All other issues that happened in the media space were just unfortunate, but we offer the SIO our full cooperation to this extent, and we hope sincerely so that this investigation at some point has to come to an end. The questions raised by the Honorable Mutala. Our debt has been very high. I think the CFO will give a bite. But to understand that, it relates to our debt collection. We do have debt recovery agreements now with our municipalities that are owing us huge sums of money. Kukune being one of them, as well as uh, Mobani. They are paying or honouring the terms and conditions of the agreement. We hope that in the next reporting cycle, we will be would have recorded some improvements in terms of reduction of our data days from 500 to 200 uh, odd days. The Beggars project is a question raised by Honorable Le- Y try Yes, it had terminated because the service provider couldn't meet some of the conditions that were listed or stipulated in the contract. And currently, we have resumed the construction of the project together with Kukune District Municipality. We are looking forward to complete it in the next uh, three months. We have got a panel of multidisciplinary service providers is the product of a competitive bidding process. These are some of the initiatives that we are embarking upon in order to accelerate our supply chain management processes without compromising their integrity, as per the advice of the National Treasury being the custodian of supply chain in terms of the PFMA. So we've got a panel of the engineers and the contractors for the nature of the services that we normally enlist from the private hands for any project that they want or wish to appoint on an accelerated uh, <coughs> basis. London in Sami pipeline, yes, it's at 47.6%. Uh, we've had some delays in relation to the toitoi toi by some of the communities around Malamulele who wanted this pipeline. Not to pass straight to Guiani, but there had to be measures to make sure that they too can get water from the same pipeline. We are now seized with ongoing engagement with the traditional leadership of those communities, together with the Department of Human Settlement Water and Sanitation in Limpopo, to make sure that we get the resolution of the matter. In terms of our own uh, determinations, if there can't be further delays coming out of these uh, disruptions, we wanted to be done by September, a target that is now looking way unlikely, but in the absence of scientific facts, we wouldn't want to give members any other target other than what we had originally planned. Meaning, whatever we are doing, we still have September as a targeted deadline for completion. The points raised by Honorable Powell, I don't think I would have an answer for them. There was a question raised by Honorable Coney. Uh, the regular expenditure incidents, what is the role of internal audit? I've indicated that the internal audit is playing a very critical role in making sure that we do reduce this uh, incidence. And the fact that we have recorded this sharp reduction in the incidence of irregularities this year or the financial in question can partly be largely attributed to the involvement of our internal audit unit in our procurement uh, systems, not actively participating, but raising red flags in terms of the issues we have to take into account so that we can avoid uh, any regularity. The water sector transformation, I think this question is way too loaded. It has got a number of dimensions. I'll touch on the HR. Gradually, we do have uh, historically disadvantaged people who are developing interest in the water-related jobs, females being some of them. Number of our plans are currently being manned by properly qualified females, a situation which was never obtaining before 1994. On the BEE, spending to understand that it relates to transformation. Yes, we do have many of our black uh, engineers and consultants participating. In fact, our target is 70-something percent, but we are on. For the past four years, we've been at 100 percent BE spending in order to achieve the transformation objectives. The biggest challenge is transformation to or in as far as it relates to water allocation or water equity we still have got too much of the water going for agriculture or the farmers than it goes for consumption so these issues can never be dealt with decisively by the boards themselves to the exclusion of the leader in the sector which is the department and to an extent we remember very well the current two pieces of legislations that are undergoing a review process seek to address some of this uh, water sector transformation in a number of dimensions the lack of operation and maintenance to an extent that it hampers our job. Uh, Ever since the committee came, we managed to address some of the intergovernmental glitches that we're having with uh, Mobani. We are currently on board together with Mobani and uh, the Department of Water and Sanitation. The success story that the chairperson was just talking about is the result of an improved working relationship between or amongst the three organs of a state. For every milestone that we complete now in relation to this project that we are implementing, we hand over to the municipality, but as we do hand over, we make sure there is proper capacity building that is being carried out so that we avoid that does functionality of the infrastructure once we hand over. The questions raised by the chair that there was a six-megalitre waterworks that were not working the time the committee was here. The answer is true, it was not working, but uh, Mobani has appointed a service provider to restore it to proper functionality. That was the 6 megaliter extension over and above the 30 megaliter extension of the old works in Insami. So Mabani is currently busy making sure that uh, the, the work is being restored to functionality. The number of areas that are not getting water, it is true. As a result of this COVID intervention, we. We, we have created a number of platforms, social media platforms, the WhatsApp group. Our numbers are publicly spread to everyone across the length and breadth of the province. Anyone who can get water, do access us. as speedily as it is possible. We are addressing this in the manner that follows. Working together with the provincial leadership, the municipalities and traditional leadership in the spread of the tankers and tanks that the Department has procured for installation in the villages, particularly densely populated uh, areas. Where there are boreholes or wetlands which we can work on to make sure that people get a sustainable solution. For the water challenges they are experiencing over and above these trucks and tankers we do make that assessment and speedily get into the space and implement uh, the same so that will be my bite on the questions raised chair and thank you very much um, some of my thank colleagues you. would add where, where i omitted
0: no, no, Libella, no, no, you have you've taken your time, you taken your time. Let, let's
12: get to other boards. Thank you. Thank you, Cheperson. It's Amatola. Uh, Cheperson, yeah. I want to respond firstly to the question which was asked relating to whether the budget is enough in creating jobs, particularly for young People, uh, women, and disabled people, or people with disabilities. Uh, Chairperson, I want to state it categorically that, as the CEO of the previous board has presented, uh, the money is really, really not enough. We would definitely, as a board, wish to get more funding so that we can actually make sure that. Uh, the young women and disabled people get employed uh, but due, due to the budget constraints. In our situation, Jefferson, I wish to state that uh, this was even made worse by the fact that um, you would know that we were hit by the worst drought uh, in this current period. So funds had to be redirected uh, to try and alleviate uh, the draft, drought, Chaperson. So we would call if it's possible to get more funding from the department. Uh, secondly, Chaperson, there was a question which was asked as how do we report on a six-year period to say we got unqualified report whilst we're only an interim board? Cheperson, my understanding is that um, The reporting is done on the basis that uh, we are reporting on the information which is owned or is institutional memory of Amatola Water Board. Uh, Members come and go off the board, but the memory, institutional memory of the board remains. So we are reporting on the basis of that. Hence, we are able to report to say during the previous six years we've been Uh, able to get an unqualified opinion. And we wish and hope that uh, we will improve in future. There was also a question which was asked relating to ocean economy. Indeed, we've got maybe one of the largest coastlines in South Africa. Uh, But due to budget constraints, we are not able yet to utilize that. But uh, we are doing a project which is in the Albani district, somewhere in the Sarapatman around the Port Elizabeth area, where we are testing this issue of desalination of water. That is changing it from salt water to uh, drinkable and usable water. And that is in process. In other words, it's work in progress. So we are dealing with that. We hope that as soon as we are comfortable with that, it will be rolled out uh, to all other areas along the coast. But at this stage, I can say that it is is at infancy stage. Uh, At this stage, I think I will not be able to answer some of the questions which have been posed. I think they were referred to the Deputy Minister and the teaching. But what I can do in the meantime, Chairperson, is actually to allow members of the board to augment what I have said and allow also the acting CE and the executive who are on board with us. Thank you, Chairperson. May I hand over to other board members and the acting Chairperson?
13: With your commission, Chairperson. Okay. Um, thank you very much, uh, members of the portfolio committee. Indeed, are questions that we're going to try and, and, and answer, as this team, as this team sitting in this boardroom, we are a team. We're an executive team of Amatola Water Board, we're not representing the board. So we can talk to matters that are company related, they're operational, et cetera, et cetera. So the first item would relate to the issues around the action plan to deal with um, irregular and fruitless expenditure, and I would like to see to deal with that. Um, The issue around uh, Amatola being under administration, I will pass it on to I'm delegating upwards, to but I'll pass it on to the the Director General, Xing Mr. Tangana. Uh, but also the question around the interim board uh, status uh, and the issue of the suspension, uh, but also the issue of the removal of Mr. Goss. So I think he can, he will handle those matters. Uh, just to clarify, there was a question uh, on on Faduayo, uh, which the Honourable Member could not pronounce. Um, I am Dudu I'm acting in the role of the acting uh, Chief Executive at Amatona Board. I'm not a board member in mm-hmm. words. Um Then the issue of transformation, I think, has been dealt with by uh, Mr. Songo. Thank you very much. CFO?
5: Thank you, Chair. Chair Irregular Expenditure, as you, you might have seen in the uh, submission of the quarterly Annual Financial Statements, I will look at starting from the 2018-19 financial year. 2018-19 financial year, Chair, we had about 22.6 million Irregular Expenditure. That Irregular Expenditure, Chair, also it affects other financial years prior 2018-19. Is mainly comprised of three big contracts. One contract was on the return of Amatola, travel agents, and also legal fees. Those contracts were contracts that had expired a while back, as far back as 2015 16 financial year, but which Amatola would have continued utilizing the services of these uh, service providers. in the 2018-19 financial year, the fleet contract was finally awarded to a successful service provider, so we do not have any irregular moving forward from that contract. Also, legal services and travel management agency services were awarded in the current financial year, yeah. and we do not have any federal management management from those two contracts. Our irregular check came from the previous financial aid, mainly emanates the from these three big contracts. They come with about 95% of what we have been incurring on a year to basis, which have been resolved now through the appointments that have been regularised as the National Treasury requirements. I know, Chair, there were submissions that were made for to National Treasury. Uh, after it bought submission of May 2019, uh, for condominiums, applications for condominiums. National Treasury is still busy uh, with those approvals so that we can then write them off in terms of the requirement of National Treasury. They will not appear further in our reporting uh, on, on irregular expenditure. The rest, uh, we're dealing with them in house. There's legal processes that are happening. There have been dismissals as well. And there's also cases that were. Uh, a uh, uh, referred to the prosecuting agencies of which there are still ongoing Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Um acting chair want to say something? Okay,
16: can we then pass to Yes, you I hope order You are just to respond to the few questions that were were we raised on Catchuz. I think um, my colleagues um, responded to the issue of the budgets. If they are enough to deal with issues of job creation, the budget chair is never enough to deal with the issue of the challenge on job creation. But chairs cut to the water. I just want to, to, to place it on record that for the total staff complement of 210 people live on board, 43% of those people is your below API. That's for record. And as we continue to implement our project. We 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 enforce the issue of local labour, but we are constrained by, by issues of budgets across CHE, and we will continue to do the best we can to contribute towards the growth, um, sorry, towards employment creation as an organization. This um applies to issues of um what I raised share that post um um financial statement issues 50% of our workforce is the issue Jay, around the, the, the our participation in the oceans economy, I think we've we got the, the Richards Bay Industrial Development Zone in our area of jurisdiction. It, it deals in the main with all areas that relates to economic development um, in, this, in, this, in this hub. But as as, as the water port, when we we're looking at our availability, we're looking at three pillars. Extraction of fresh water, which is what you find in the rivers, um, and, 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 and various streams. The grey water, which is um, the water reuse, as well as seawater. Um, when we were doing the issue of prioritization in terms of all these three um, areas, the issues of cost in, in all these projects comes into effect, and depending on the level of appetite for the water port, we we'll then tend to, to, to lean towards which initiative will be cost effective for us to deal with issues of um, infrastructure development. As it stands, I know, Chair, there is still a myth that there are technologies that are cheaper to deal with desalination. Um, I'm yet to see something that um, can be tested, that is cheaper. Water, desalinated water, from, an, from a, a services point of view, is one of the most expensive water, um, particularly because they're only transferring this cost to the end user. I think it's one of those things that sits in the periphery, but it's there as, as water water guarantee for availability, and it's sitting as, 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 um, as risk three in terms of our priorities, and it's something that we're looking at um, it's something we' have not thrown away as it were the the issue around um, the honourable member um, who was raising that there is no water in zululand and Kaba and 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 all um, related related areas There is there is no there's no other way of responding to this question without without sounding condescending. The the, the the role of the water boards has got to be clearly defined and understood that we've got, we've got, we've got parameters within which we perform our functions as water boards. And this, this role is going to be understood within the context of the role of water service authorities, which are the district municipalities and secondary cities. And they're responsible for, for, for services, for providing water, from, from, from our bulk pipeline that we are providing them to the tap. Ours is to provide water from the source, which is the rivers and the thames, into the pipeline, and they are responsible for taking that into the tap. Now, if, for instance, in Ward 11, in Mphoros, there is no water, the, the King Pejaro District Municipality is a water service authority. As an obligation to ensure that there's water that is flowing in the taps of follows the municipality. It's a matter that falls outside my jurisdiction as the water board. There are regulatory issues, Jefferson, that have always been on the table. The colleagues in the team in the department, I'm sure they can talk much better than I can do on this matter around issues of regulatory review to deal with issues of the role that we can play. On, on dealing with issues of from, from source to type and what role the water boards can play where the water service authorities are found to be wanting in 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 failing to to discharge on this function if we were to intervene in world 11, for instance of policy and we, because it falls within our jurisdiction if it falls within the criteria of those issues to consider as csi then it falls squarely on things that you can consider from that perspective. But from a perspective of a, a constitutional obligation, it is that responsibility of a water service authority being king of the trial, which we are supplying bank for a But it falls outside that, that money. But here also just to 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 underscore the point here, we, we cannot we cannot overreach and, and and introduce ourselves as the water boards to the district municipalities and, and begin to perform some of these functions that are, are their mandates without following protocols, because they will come back to the authorities such as yourselves to say, water boards are beginning to, to overstep on mandates that do not belong to them, and start reading the riot act. And in this regard, we'll be found wanting and I think it's an issue that needs to be harmonized from a regulatory perspective so that we are clear about the rules of engagement and the responsibilities it wear. However, communities know no law. When they're looking for water, they're looking for water. But these protocols continue to exist. As it stands, Chair, I did make an example. That in Josine, for instance, we invested 1.1 billion rands on a water treatment works that produces 40 megaliters of water per day. But it, it only distributes 25% of that water. The issue there in Kanyagu is around reticulation. We've got the park, and, and we're producing water because we're responsible for that OM. The municipality does not have requisite budgets from the MIG and other revenue streams financially to deal with the demand. Deal with reticulation, even though we have built the state of the art facility. So, they need to catch up so that they're able to tap into the already existing water infrastructure that has been built in that Rosina Dam so that communities can continue to tap into that water source. I've indicated that they gave us um, about 30 million rands to help them fast track the reticulation issues as part of Secondary Bank, but 30 million rands. This a be the population that is not covered in the area. Thirty million million is a drop in the ocean. I think the issue of reprioritization of some budgets, has got to be brought into the discussion. Treasury has got to be brought into the discussion. We've got to harmonize and synchronize our funding streams if we want, in the end, to realize water for all communities in South Africa. Otherwise, we'll forever assume that it's the responsibility of intertools, yet it remains somebody's responsibility and we have not synchronized and coordinated our approaches. Each of the 5 million rents condoned by the board, why it was condoned by the board, and the better is not unclear. clear. The reason why the report suggests that the matter was condoned by the board we've been guided by the Treasury guideline, which which was um, effective, effective on the 3rd of December 2019, which states that if the... Um, entity or the, the accounting um, institution has submitted reason resounding reasons for condemnation to treasury and the response or the condemnation is not unfavorable or the response is not forthcoming from treasury within the reasonable time that entity may request its accounting authority to
12: approve
16: or condone as such. In this regard, our interpretation of reasonable, we submitted all the documents to Treasury um, for condonation and we waited for seven months. So the honors on us when AG came in to test if we followed the guideline correctly were to prove that we've have, we have done the submission, we've consistently followed with Treasury. Week in, week out, month in, month out, and there was nothing forthcoming as a response. Therefore, we had to take a decision to refer the matter to the board, which is empowered by the same piece of legislation, which is the guideline by Treasury, that it could take that decision. And with, the honors was on us to prove that we did follow all the steps. And upon conclusion, it was proven that we followed all the steps. Because there was no loss um, of of, of, of um, resources by the organisation, because the benefit was derived out of the of the of, of the money that was spent, it was just the mere process that was not adhered to from from an SCM point of view. The board condoned. Um, AG came in to test the internal controls that were followed in terms of the guideline that was um, pronounced by the treasurer. That we followed it correctly in condoning. And it passed the means test. Hence, it appears in the report by AG. Had we not done it correctly, I'm sure the adverse report by AG would have suggested otherwise, Chair. I wanted to clarify how the matter. Are okay. well, we satisfied with the transformation um, in, the water, in the water sector? I think my colleagues have, have given their fair of response. My take on it would be, Chair, Chair, this issue, Chair, can be a discussion on its own. The, the, the issue around around the transformation on on on, on the water Can
9: sector.
16: you summarise it all? Yes, chair. To, to to a large degree, chair. Yes, there there are positive strides, but a lot still needs to be done on on a number of areas. One on the issue of the allocation of licences. Who is allocated licence to abstract and for what And in the end, how much of that water is designated for the use? Of con- for consumption of people on the ground. If you reconcile, you will get your answer, and you can either conclude whether there is equity on that or not. Finally, the 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 the, 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 the issue that was raised, here uh, on the picture of the communities climbing mountains to go and and, and fetch water. I would really plead with the honourable chairperson, if through the secretariat we could be furnished with the details of those communities, and would follow through on their session and through the written submission, we will be able to provide the responses and what we can do to support um, in the area where we can pay each other.
0: Thank you very much, uh, DG and DM.
10: Chair, it um, will allow the DG to quickly cut off on some of the few issues that are related to the department. Then I'll I'll make our last input. Thank you.
19: OK. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, let me start. I think there are quite a number of questions that were directed to the department. Let me start with the question on the SIU, because uh, the department is better pleased to answer that question. We met in November last year with uh, advocate Motibi, and they are returned to the department as well and uh, confirmed that they are still going ahead with the investigation and they needed uh, to do some engineering audit they needed a professional service provider to do some uh, engineering audit to check value for money. Uh, that process is managed by SIU. It's not a process that is going to be managed by ourselves. Let's allow the SIU to continue with the process. They have written to us a month ago to confirm that they have appointed a service provider to do exactly that. The second question, Chair, is about uh, the appointment of the boards. Uh, DM has already touched on the tenure of the libelle board. That board has come to an end. We have advertised for the filling of uh, the new board, we have told the current board to assist us with the handover report. I went to Le to meet with them a fortnight ago, and unfortunately, they were not there. Um, I met with the CEO, and I asked the CEO to tell the board to assist us with the handover report, which is a handover report that has to be given to the minister. Uh, I want to stress that point. And the minister's intention is to appoint Uh, an administrator Uh, in fact we will be briefing the administrator we refer to the administrator as an executive caretaker not administrator because uh, we don't treat the boards as corporate entities so we use uh, the process of appointing uh, executive uh, caretakers so to speak Um, that reflects that that takes care of uh, lipelle and then there was a question about the Amatola board, we have advertised for Amatola board. In fact, the advert closed as early as January, if my memory serves me well. We will be shortlisting uh, soon. The only thing that uh, interfered with that process was COVID-19. And so we will be finalizing the shortlisting on Amatola board. In the meantime, minister has appointed the interim board, and the interim board is still there the Chairperson of the Interim Board presented uh, earlier today. Chair uh, Amas, just a little bit on uh, on, on Lipel. Lipel's tenure ended on the 30th of March. Now, there was a question that why are we extending the board? Which part of the legislation that allows us to extend the tenure of the board? There is nothing in the legislation that talks to that. The legislation is very silent on the extension of the board. But because the board tenure ended in the middle of COVID-19, we took a rational decision to extend. It is a practical decision to make sure that we extend uh, the tenure of the board. We don't want to stop things uh, halfway. We extended that by a month. Minister extended it by a month. Uh, we went to tell them that we want them to wrap up things and end over uh, because their tenure has come to an end. The fact that the legislation is silent, it doesn't mean that the decision cannot be made. Uh, if it's silent, it doesn't mean that it prohibits the rational decision to be taken by the executive authority. I think the minister took a rational decision to extend the tenure of the, of the Lipelle board. There was a question about the, um, the CEO uh, of uh, Amatola, I think it will, be, it will not be proper for us to answer that question because the matter with the CEO is subject to care. Uh, and it's only allowed in law that if things are in court and there are legal processes, it's always wise to respect the process and make sure that uh, we trust that the processes, court processes, will take care of those issues and i would urge you chair uh, not to allow us to debate that matter at this stage in uh, so far as the ceo of uh, amatola meta is concerned and then there's an issue of uh, uh, the tariffs there was a question about the tariffs and um, the The process, I think all the boards have explained the process of uh, setting up the tariff, the way we do it, the consultation processes. We cannot standardize the tariffs because the situation differs from one region to another. The costs are different, so we can't standardize them. But we set the parameters and uh, we allow the process, and the process ends up in Parliament where we We present uh, the tariffs to Parliament, for Parliament to approve. A related question was about borrowing powers of the entities. Uh, From time to time, you will notice that entities will write to the minister and ask the minister to review the borrowing limits. And then the minister will make an assessment through the department and then submit to the National Minister of Finance for concurrency. But we take a number of issues into consideration. The way we fund all of our programs and projects, we fund them from the grant, we fund them from the balance sheet of the of the entities. Some entities have a str- have stronger balance sheet than others. We fund our programs from our Special Peoples Vehicle, TCTA, all of those measures. Are measures that were adopt to fund projects. Uh, and we use all of them. But in most cases, we always go to national treasury, especially if we are going to go to the market uh, for borrowing, because national treasury has to give us the guarantees in some cases. Uh, the borrowing, if things do go wrong uh, in the capital markets, we expect national treasury to bail out some of the institutions. So that is why. It's always important to get the Minister of Finance to concur. So we do use all of the instruments that we have at our disposal. We use the grant. We use blended finance. uh, We use uh, the market. We use the balance sheet. So all of these are instruments that we have at our disposal to fund uh, all of our projects. Uh, I think most Chepesin, we are all aware that the fiscal is extremely under pressure and uh, things are not what they used to be. Uh, the size of the grant is get smaller and smaller. I'm sure you have noticed as well that uh, uh, we have revised the baseline, both human settlements, water and sanitation. They have revised their baselines in terms of the budget and we have a number of commitments. So the grant, uh, there's a limit in terms of what we can do with the grant. But there is a point that I need to stress here because uh, One of the things that I picked up when I took over here in August last year, is that there is an element of mistrust between the entities and the department, especially between Lipele and the department. Every claim, every submission that comes from Lipele is always looked at suspiciously, rightly or wrongly, but the officials in the department, they always take forever to process the claims from uh, Lipele. There is a massive trust deficit between Lipele and the department. I cannot say the same about other entities, but one thing that i picked up, and I've shared this with the CEO of Lipele, that there is a massive, there is a huge trust deficit between the department and LiPelle. It may have something to do with the investigations that are taking place on, on some of the projects, but I want to get into that space so that we can sort out these things as quickly as possible because it does affect service delivery. I think Minister has taken a decision to stabilise the two entities, Liperle and Amatola, uh, they share the age, they are both 23 years old, and these are the entities that we need to stabilise, because you have drought in Limpopo, you have drought in Eastern Cape. The two entities, if they are not stable, they are going to affect service delivery. I think Minister has taken that decision, rightly so, to make sure that the two entities are, stabil- are stabilised. There was a question about Seti Bank. Ceti Bank is not looking good right now financially. Seti is owed more than three billion rands uh, by one municipality, and that municipality is um, uh, Machabang municipality. We've met with the provincial leadership of Free State, and uh, we've met with the administrators to find means and ways to sort out that debt, because it is going to affect the the cash flow of Cetibank. Uh, we are in talks. Minister, he will be taking a decision soon on uh, Setibeng. I don't want to preempt the outcome of that decision, but Minister has applied her mind on Bank and she will be taking a decision on Setibeng soon. And I'm sure you've noticed that uh, Setibeng also received a qualified audit outcome. So we will be making a decision on Setibeng soon. Thank you very much. I don't know if there's any question that I've left out. Thanks a lot, and thanks for your time. I'll
10: hand over to the
0: deputy minister. Chairperson. Uh, no, you thank you very much. Ma- no, uh, we, we are out of our time. If you can do it within two minutes.
10: No, Chairperson, thank you. I think the issues around um, investigations, we do share your sentiments that... Um, Um, uh, when these other investigations are concluded, let's just urge that they should be concluded um, expeditiously so that we can stabilize the institutions. Second, uh, we we want to to thank you, Jefferson. Jefferson, there are people whose minds are on and then Jefferson, we also agree with you with your observation that these three water boards, Chepesin, can I proceed? And then we're saying that we agree with you and appreciate that you are commenting the the three water boards for achieving an unqualified opinion. But then agreeing that there's still more work that needs to be done. The last two points, Chair, quickly, If you can note the three water boards, they are operating in the areas where states SA, when they give you the information around access to services, is mostly those areas where there is no infrastructure at all or services at all. Therefore, they need to be supported, including the same water services authorities, because in the main, those water services authorities themselves are also vulnerable. Those are some of the issues, Chair, that uh, in the two minutes we'll want to be able to raise and we'll be able to follow them and support them with their remedial action plan on the H- issues that the AG has raised. And the point he has raised that we'll also strive to get them to be paid on time because they are also complaining that we don't pay them timelessly. We'll come closer to that particular space so that we don't fail them. Thank
8: you. Chairperson, it's okay. there are four okay. questions that do not relate to the CEO of Amatola that are not subjudicated, that have not been answered. That is the question, why it's taken so long to appoint the Lepeli Northern Water Board? Uh, what the rational and practical decision to extend uh, the board uh whether or not it was backed up with legislation, mm-hmm. we now know that it wasn't. Um, why two different acting chief executives...